happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us for the morning after. I'm here for Gabe today. Gabe's on with us today, but he's going to be celebrating tonight, the raising of the, raft, raising of the banner uh, in Toronto. They're celebrating their first world championship. So we got Gabe, myself, Joe Rainerius here. We're going to take you around the world of sports today for the morning after, and it is a busy day. Uh, and thankfully, it is busy because we don't have to review with too much detail, what occurred last night at the Meadowlands. Uh, an absolutely dismal performance by the Jets. The Patriots were dominant yet again, but it's another one of those games where it's almost hard to grade how good the Patriots are because the other team was so bad. So uh, let me get my guys into comment. Joe Rainieri, uh, a tough one for your Jets, buddy. Uh, it looked like they were turning it around with Darnold. They beat the Cowboys, and then last night happened. Yeah, I kind of um, I think I was seeing ghosts after watching uh-huh. that uh, that first half, because quite honestly, it's two hours of my life. I'll never get back. I can't even imagine Cardano, who was actually at the game last oh, night. Gross. I don't even know how he survived uh, watching that. It just uh, futility is not uh, a strong enough word to describe how ill prepared. And maybe that's the thing that hit me the most, Mike, was just how unprepared they looked for what 16 plays on the opening drive greg williams like what exactly have you been doing all week what did they do differently in those 16 plays that we didn't already see coming like i I don't know what the hell they've been doing coaching is as big a part of this as anything else i agree and they they cruised into the end zone too uh, on the sony michelle touchdown i was on with gabe last night on in game live and gabe uh obviously we did not hit that over because uh, the Jets couldn't get anywhere near an end zone. Yeah, well, of course not, because that would have required them. frustrating. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There hey. you go. Go ahead, yeah. Incredib- Incredibly uh, frustrating when one team scores 33 points and the total's 43 and a half, and uh, you can't hit an over. Happened to be on Sunday night, same thing. Had the over uh, 48 and a half, 49. Cowboys put up, uh, what, 37, 38, whatever the hell it was. Same thing in the Ram game. Brutal week, week seven in the National Football League. I feel yeah, like we got Sam NBA, MLB, and NFL Apollo. today. We'll come right back after this on the morning after. Keep it locked on the grid. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. 
To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar money now 100.com that's money now the number 100.com I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking, my energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Welcome back to Morning After, Zumo Channel 719. Thank you for watching. For those of you listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, tune in on iHeartRadio. We appreciate it. I'm, I'm your host today, Mike Blewett. Find me on Twitter at Mike Blewett. And then Gabe and Joe are here with us as well. Uh, we'll continue going through the football game a little bit, but as I mentioned before the break, we're going to talk NBA today. Gabe in Toronto going to the game tonight. Uh, Alex Fasano obviously gave you the news at the top. Zion Williamson out for an extended period of time. We'll get into that, the ramifications of that, uh, in a moment as well. But to continue on the on the football game, and obviously the World Series starts tonight, so we'll get into our takes on that. But to get into a little bit more about last night's game, Gabe, you and I were talking on in-game live for an interminable amount of time about how the Jets could not move the ball forward at all. As Joe said, Darnold's claiming to see ghosts. Certainly not Casper, not friendly ghosts in any way. The Patriots ran 79 offensive plays last night, and they were trying to run out the clock for virtually the entire second half. Uh, They only scored the one touchdown with Michelle. They got the safety because the Jets ineptly snapped it over Darnold's head. So, like you said, there was no way to get to the total last night because the Jets couldn't get anywhere near it. I just don't know where they go from here. They're completely unprepared on both sides of the ball. The only thing they managed to do is stop the run a little bit. The problem with the New York Jets is you have to ask yourself, is there a light at the end of the tunnel with this coaching staff? And, you know, Adam Gase never accepts responsibility. You know, like, you know, a lot of coaches will say after, we were outplayed, we were outcoached. 
you know, we were we were out um, faceted in every aspect of this football game. Adam Gates basically just sort of says they need to play better. And as Joe stated, I mean, to be unprepared as they were. And, you know, let's be real. I mean, you know, Adam Gay sort of had that crutch before. Well, it was Luke Falk. Well, you mean the guy that he wanted to sign because yeah. he, quote, unquote, knew the offense? You mean that guy? Right? I mean, he has this built-in excuse that he throws Luke Falk out of the bus. Well, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're cut. You're out, kid. Um, it's the same guy that thought Trevor Simeon would be the answer if Sam Darnold uh, went down. And now, you know, we know about Adam Gase. Any any Jet fan knew this was the wrong hire. I was wondering last night during the game, I was thinking, would the Jets be 1-6 uh, and six or whatever the hell they are now? 1-5, 1-6 uh, if Mike McCarthy was their coach? Probably not. You know, then, you know, they'd probably be an 8-8 eight eight team, you know, sort of right right in the middle of the pack, uh, as opposed to this train wreck uh, that they are. Now, not to mention Sam Darnold, guys. I brought this up on countless occasions when everybody was acting like Joe Namath was coming back to beat the Colts. I said, what, the same the same Sam Darnold that uh, was 4-10 uh, and 10 as a starter last year? I mean, you know, the kid's been overhyped. He was overhyped at USC. If you turn the ball over in college and you're a quarterback, you're going to turn the ball over in the National Football League. And Sam Darnold was careless and irresponsible with the f- See, he had one good year, and then as soon as the pressure was on him, to to be, you know, the number one pick overall. As well, suddenly he was a ton of interceptions. He was forcing things. Last night he admits it after the game. I was trying to make up the 24-point uh, lead with one play by what checking down and throwing it three yards. Um, he's talking about how we're a juggernaut once Chris freaking Herndon comes back. We're gonna find a weakness. We know the weakness in the Patriots' defense. Now let's just get into first the motto. Which, you know, you don't want to call somebody out for getting sick, but I'd like to know how he got sick. Like, I don't know what the hell happened. You know, he couldn't stay on the field last year. He wasn't hurt. All right? We all know that. Todd Bowles sat him down last year because he was mentally fragile. So they sat him down and pretended he was hurt. This year, um, he gets motto. Now he's seeing ghosts. Because, yeah, it's not like the rest of the National Football League defenses out there didn't see that last night. Hey, ghost boy, we're coming for you. You're going to see a real ghost. Um, oh, yeah, two weeks ago he said, I don't want to die. What I saw last night was a man playing football that didn't want to be on the field. A man that would rather carelessly throw it up and turn the ball over like a million times and face that wrath than get hit. He got hit once last night. Once. All right? I mean, this guy, you want to talk about happy feet, guys. Anytime somebody got within like three, four yards of him, he just threw it away. Interception out of bounds. He didn't care. He didn't look where it was going. It didn't matter. His priority on the field right now, in his own words, is not getting killed. Being ghosts. Who sees ghosts? People. He's nervous. And, you know, I would understand if he's nervous from a football perspective, right? That, all right, I got to figure this out. I, you know, like Trubisky. Trubisky's not scared to get hurt. Trubisky just sucks. But Sam Darnold not only isn't that good, he's a mediocre quarterback, and and on top of it, like, he needs a sports psychologist, guys. I mean, and me and Joe talked about this a lot. When a guy says, I can play, I'm how they are being cleared, but I don't want to die. You, know, you think that suddenly, just in 10 days, this has changed? And what I don't understand, though, is how he played so well last week, and then last night, 
He looks scared that's, to death. That's what I'm confused by as well. It's He threw multiple interceptions off his back foot, just throwing them up for grabs. The one in the end zone, uh, the first one of the the first one of the night, it was a clear misread between he and the wide receiver. Still the QB's fault, but a misread. The other ones, as Gabe said, he's just scared and he just chucked it up in the air, Joe. He's it's now eight in a row. They've lost to the Patriots. It's eleven of twelve. To go even further, it is sixteen of the last eighteen that they've lost to the Patriots. The only two wins coming in overtime. So in those couple of wins that they've gotten, it's just by sheer uh, wearing them down. But I don't know where they go from here because I'm as confused as Gabe is. Darnold looked good last week. He looked good last December. But now he looks like he won't be. I'm not confused. I know. They're terrible. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm not confused about how terrible they are. I'm confused about Darnold uh, completely. So uh, you being the Jets fan, uh, I would imagine every Jets fan in the world was seeing ghosts last night as well. Uh, You know, the problem with him, and and I don't want to overstate this, but next week's game is to me maybe the most important in Sam Darnold's career because some guys don't recover after going 11 of 32 for 86 yards with a, you know, 3.6 quarterback rating. He looked like the deer caught in the headlights last night. And you're going up against a Jacksonville defense on the road, which, by the way, is not going to be any picnic here. They're going to be coming after you all game. It, this could spiral out of control, and I know Adam Gase is not the guy that you want to rely on to be able to reel him back in. If it goes south again next week, guys, it, the Sam Donald era, and I, I'm not overstating this, it could be it could be over before it gets started. The the ineptitude is at a, a really shocking level because we often say, ah, this is the worst offense, one of the worst offenses. If you look across the board statistically at where the Jets sit, on, from an offensive standpoint, they're nearly dead last in every category. Least mm. passing yards, 30th in rushing, uh, one of the worst yards per attempt. They can't score on any basis. They are dead last in every category in average drive. Average time, average field position, which speaks to special teams as well. They are dead last in time uh, per drive, points per drive, yards per drive, everything else, plays per drive. This is an offensive head coach. I don't care who's QBing. It can't look like that at any point. The irony is that he brought Joe Douglas in to help him out. He was handpicked. Joe Douglas might be giving him his walking papers. If I were the Jets and this thing spirals out to a 2-14 and 14 kind of season, I'd pull the ripcord quick, Joe. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice here, guys, because Gase has already proven here in Miami that he's great if you want to blow a franchise up, but I, he is not the guy that's going to be able to pull Sam Donald out of this. If he goes into Jacksonville and mimics exactly what we saw last night, yeah, it's over, guys. It, it's over. The Sam, he might not recover, and that wouldn't have happened, I don't think, under Mike McCarthy to Gabe's point. Yeah, so Gabe, just some general notes on He should have taken him out last night. Yes. He should have taken yes. him out. And, yes. you know, it's one of these deals. It's like a pitcher. At some point, you don't have your stuff. Yeah, yeah. A you goalie I mean? that's given up four goals. You have to save somebody from yeah. themselves. And yep. you say after he's hurt. You didn't take him out. Oh, you know what? There was some soreness. That's next question. You move on. You know, I'm telling you, same thing with a goalie. You leave a goalie out there. Like Joe stated, you know, some veterans don't respond after that. Patrick Waugh, one of the greatest ever, gave up 11 goals, refused to play for the Canadians ever again. He was so pissed off.
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, guys, want to, uh, want to invite you to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Go ahead, subscribe. And by the way, if you want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season, then simply head over to DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. You can get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Hockey, but you're not using Daily Roto, guys, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION, get a 10% discount. That promo code ACTION gets you a 10% discount. And remember, DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. 
Good stuff. Thanks, Joe. So uh, NBA tips off tonight. Obviously, uh, a big night for Gabe. He gets to be in Toronto for the raising of the banner, their first ever. Uh, obviously, the roster's yes, changed some. So I'm sure you're very excited for that, Gabe. Get it? No. No, no, not, no major changes for the Raptors roster. No? You consider it? They didn't no. lose anybody from last year's squad? No, they lost. They lost a few role players. <laughs> they lost a few role players, yeah. but uh, that guy Leonard they'll be fine. A bit. They'll be fine. Uh, right. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, he, he, was, um, right. he was pretty good. So, yeah, the banner, the banner, uh, the banner uh, goes up uh, this evening. Starts, I believe, at uh, 725. Uh, so, you know, that's the whole point I'm going. I haven't arrived yet. I'm on my way to the airport in a couple of minutes uh, here, to be honest. You know what's crazy, though? I'll be there in about an hour and 22 minutes or something. Yeah. Like, it's it will sometimes take me longer to get from the studio to the Meadowlands than it's going to take me to get to Toronto. Of course. God willing, unless Welcome there's some sort Jersey. of weather sort of, you know, inclement, uh, inclement weather. But... Yeah, the Raptors uh, begin their title defense this evening. Obviously, it's a little bit different because Kawhi Leonard isn't there. They don't get to fully really run this thing back and try to defend it for real. That's my beef with Kawhi. I don't. I didn't expect him to stay forever. I mean, you know, he wanted to go home. He goes home. It was the first time he ever had a choice. He didn't choose to go to San Antonio. He didn't choose to go to Toronto. Yeah. And it's when you're as good as he is, you know, fine. I don't have a problem with it. I would have preferred, like, listen, all right, guys, to tell in Toronto, I'll do another one-year deal here, and let's see, let's play this. You know, if you win, then you win. You know, and if you don't, then it's like, all right, it was a nice run, see you. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, but the banner goes up uh, tonight, and pretty cool, actually. The Raptors are a first-class organization, and if you think that it was just, ooh, last year with Jurassic Park and all that stuff outside, once again tonight, guys, massive party, tailgate. Um, already people lined up, sold out, uh, even like the, you know, the space capacity for free uh, outside already jammed. Raptors are giving replica championship rings to every fan in attendance like it. Uh, this evening, which I think is a pretty nice touch. Um, and, and the exact ring that the players are getting. So it's like an exact replica. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, it should be it should be a special night uh, tonight. And I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. I'm looking you know, I'm going. I'm going all the way there, really, for the ceremony. And you know, this is this something special. I've been in the building before, and I've seen a team win a championship that I've been a fan of, but um, I've never been there for like the banner, and especially yeah. when you're the Raptors, it's so hard to win a title in the NBA. I mean, only like 12, 13 teams have won a championship in the NBA history. Yeah. it's really amazing. Like, not a lot of teams win in the NBA. Very so to get one, it's freaking hard, man. And I don't know if we're going to get one again. I wasn't there when we won in Golden State. I tried. I went to game five in Toronto. Um, so this is as close as I'm going to get to being there for the championship. So I'm looking forward to it. But from a, And we'll be on at 5 o'clock live from Wild Wings um, and uh, King, King and Bathurst. I forget the name of the streets in Toronto now. But King and Bathurst uh, Street uh, from 5 to 7. Cam, Joe will be hosting in Miami on video, and uh, me and Cam will be at the bar, and then I'm going to head over to the game, and then I'll, you know, the boys going to watch the game at the bar, because not everybody is crazy as me and wants to spend 350 bucks uh, <laughs> for one of the worst seats in the house, <laughs> like, like I did, but I'll tell you what, guys, from a betting perspective, why is this total 231 points? Mm. 
232 and a half now. Is this a 232 and a half? That's correct. Is this a Phoenix Sun Sacramento King game? <laughs> no D apparently tonight. Uh, is is Toronto? Is 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 Serge Ibaka suddenly not a mean son of a bitch because Kawhi Leonard's not there? Is did Marcus Gasol suddenly become a, a Lopez brother and an offensive player? <laughs> like, guys, the Raptors are going to be built on defense. They just lost 27 points a game with Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. yeah, Kawhi Leonard was a great defender. The Raptors were already good defenders. Kyle Lowry's mm-hmm. one of the best defensive players in the league, with or without Kawhi Leonard. You know, like there's, I don't know what the hell the odds makers are thinking here. I don't know what they're seeing here. I'm going first half under and under in a game. I hate betting unders. It's the first game of the year. The Pelicans are a brand new team with a bunch of guys that have just been thrown together. Very good guys. I think the Pelicans are a decent roster. No Zion Williamson. Bunch of dudes thrown together. Going in to take on the one of the, one of the best, maybe the best defensive team in the NBA. I mean, like, I guess to say the Clippers will be when they have their full complement, but I don't understand the, the over-under here, guys. Yeah. And, and you know, as a fan, I'll have the Raptors in some parlays, maybe an Astros, Raptors money line type thing. But from a betting perspective, up to 232 and a half right now, what is this? Is this an all-star game? Yeah, not to bury That's the lead, but not to, to bury the lead. Anybody. But as, as Gabe said, Zion Williamson out. Uh, team announced yesterday they had surgery on a torn right meniscus, uh, expected to miss six to eight weeks. Uh, he's going to miss approximately 20 games on the six-week timetable and, pro- and another seven if it's eight weeks. So he's slated to miss Anthony Davis's homecoming to New Orleans on November 27, but should be cleared by the time the Pelicans play on Christmas Day at Denver. That's awfully convenient for TV purposes, Joe. Yeah, and I don't buy it either because if there is one setback, his ass ain't coming back till 2020, people. Uh, he won't be here until after the first of the year. And, hey, Gabe, how would you like being the guy holding a New Orleans future ticket for over 38 wins right now and finding out he ain't going to be there for 25 games? you got to be feeling all warm and fuzzy with that, uh, with that over ticket. I feel bad for the kid. I like Zion Williamson. You can tell he's genuinely a good kid, you know? Yeah. He's genuinely a good kid. Uh, he came back. He played for Duke for free. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. Like Kyrie he said, Irving no, I came here to win. And yeah. No, exactly. And, you know, a lot of kids boasted didn't do that in Ohio State, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Zion, he had more to lose. Zion Williamson is a damn good kid, but... I have this feeling, Joe and Steve, this is just this going to be his career. Joe is right. Mm. Look at, like, he got injured at Duke. Yeah, the shoe exploded, but you shouldn't be out for two months because your shoe falls apart. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the NBA Summer League. He plays one game. They need to shut it down. He couldn't get through. I, You know, I, you, don't, you NBA, you don't get caught like this. You, at some point, it can't be like, wow, we won't play him. Wow, we won't play him in the summer. All right, you played him in a preseason, boom, he got hurt. At some point, he can either withstand the rigors of this. Guys, he can't withstand the rigors of an NBA offseason program. How the hell is this kid going to play back-to-back games, people slamming on him, bumping into him? They're not going to want to get posterized by him. I feel bad. I think, like, this kid's career is going to be hindered by injury. People talked about his body type and stuff, but... He's not in shape. He's not in he's shape. Sort of, he's that, still got that's that, the issue that I have. chubbiness. Yeah, he's not in shape. You know, It's going to be a problem. The only thing I'd say is maybe the positive, and clearly this guy that I'm about to mention 
was in fantastic shape. But Blake Griffin did deal with a pretty serious surgery right out of the gate when he was drafted by the Clippers number one overall. And he's obviously had a very productive career. You could argue about how good a player he is. And so did he Greg obviously Oden. got shipped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. There's two, two sides to that coin. Uh, Greg Oden didn't make it back. Brandon Roy didn't make it back. But guys like uh, Blake Griffin were able to. I, he does need to get in better shape. But to Gabe's point, Joe, it's a little bit of baby fat. He's only 19. He's not a 25-year-old guy that's sloughed around the league for six years being out of shape. I think conceivably getting onto a professional program, particularly during the rehab to this surgery and afterwards, could put him in a better position going forward. I, I hate the fact that New Orleans didn't really give us any diagnosis other than they didn't tell us what is it? Is it an ACL? Is it MC? Like they don't even know. Like he's going under the knife here, and they're you know they're trying to figure out what's wrong with it, but. Yeah, it's meniscus, but they they don't know it. They're hoping six to eight weeks, and but they they also just said, by the way, they're not rushing him back. So while six to eight weeks is nice, they are not going to risk anything with this guy, which means they could be going three, four months here into the season. We might not see him until March. Like that's that's the reality of the Pelicans and Zion Williams' start to his career. Which listen, Ben Simmons missed a year. I get it. But I don't know. Where there's smoke, there's fire here. Uh, I just I don't buy it. I think there's more to this story than they're letting on to. All right. So for this for these two teams for I'm the year, uh, Gabe, yep. Pelicans are now at 35 and a half total wins on the year. Raptors at 46 and a half. What do you have on those two teams? I like the Raptors over the number, and not from a homer perspective. They are one of my best. Um, I have a few uh, best uh, best regular season uh, total bets, and listen, the Raptors, the Raptors are, are not the same team. They're going to have to find their new identity right now, but it's pretty much the same core as it has been uh, for years, and it's also the same core that went 17 and five last year without Kawhi Leonard. So it's not as if though they can't play without Kawhi Leonard. I think that missing, you know what, they're going to miss Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to miss Kawhi Leonard like when someone needs to take that shot against the Philadelphia 76ers, right? That's when they're going to miss him. In a regular season, Joe knows this, and the Raptors work harder than everybody. That's not going to change. And it's not rocket science. In the NBA, if you show up and work, you'll win games, right? But that's always been their problem because the Raptors play like at a scale of 8 or 9 on 10 in the regular season. And then they can't really raise it up that much more in the playoffs because they're already intense. But they're going to be a damn good regular season team. Come back. We'll do a little bit more hoops in the World Series next on the grid. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. 
Use as directed. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players We don't just give you advice We play every day Sports all year round. We never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015 2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Welcome back to The Grid, Zumo Channel 719. Thanks, Mike, Joe, and Gabe. Gabe on his way to Toronto for the raising of the banner should be a fun night for him getting his replica ring getting excited having a party with camp stewart and all his friends so i already have one too oh you do <laughs> like got i got one, one before everybody and yeah and i'm very curious to see whether it's the same i gotta believe it is and i don't even know where this dude got this man but like basically like a week after two weeks after the raptors won a championship a, a viewer of ours a big fan of of mine um, said, hey, I got I want to send you something, and he, you know he runs a he's a sports memorabilia store owner, and um, it was a package, you know, and it was like you know there's Michigan Final Four tickets and stuff like that, but Raptors replica championship ring, and you know this like I said I've had this literally for about two months now, like I've had it or a month and a half or whatever. And I don't know. I saw a picture of the replica rings they're giving out tonight, but even the newspaper didn't know. It was hypothetical. Like they said, we think it might be this ring. So, yeah, curious, but I already have it. But, yeah, pretty nice touch. And um, from, from what I understand, too, there's 20,000 rings 
So it's not one of those screw jobs where, hey, first 700 yeah, yeah, people yeah. and wait in line. Yeah, yeah. Remember the old days for those bobblehead days at baseball the, games? The old days. <laughs> the Yankees awesome, still do that 25 yeah. times a year. <laughs> it's back day. Like as long as you're one of the like first 450 people, under, you get a bat. Otherwise, you're out. Out of luck. Well, giving people bats in the Bronx is not a good idea. They did it in That's the good. 70s. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> New York in the 70s with full-size baseball bats? It was a really bad idea. <laughs> One thing, though, you guys notice how much cooler the Yankee giveaways are to the Mets? The Yankees are all like, yeah, you know, first 10,000 get an authentic Yankee hat. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, they're giving away something really cool. You know, yeah, here's a Yankee championship plaque or whatever. They got, like, real stuff that you're like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. You know, the Mets is, like, basically... That's yeah, a Chase Bank Met towel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? the huge yes. logo the old, across it. It's bigger yeah. than the Mets logo. The, 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 yeah, the win, yeah, yeah, the old windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's used. The bad, like the rain poncho. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the see-through rain poncho. You know what I mean? Like With a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, you got one wear out of it. Hey, but the Mets. Yeah. Hey, Met, I wonder who the Mets going to hire for a manager. What's going on with that? I know Girardi's interviewed. Is it Girardi? He's got a second one coming, doesn't he? Girard, yeah. I think Girardi's sort of lined Madden up. be perfect for this? He would have been. I know he got the Angels job. I don't know why they weren't interested. I figured Van Wagner, he likes that spl- that flashy stuff. I thought him and Madden would have been a good fit. I think it's possible, but I, I think that was predetermined all along that the second Madden was free, he was going to the Angels. And He's going to go to the Angels. Why, why waste your time? You know, like Why look like second fiddle when there's no chance? At being first, the Mets deal without enough. So why, unless you're going to put down an insane amount of money, which we all know the yeah, Mets yeah, wouldn't yeah, do, yeah. No, Joe, no, you're right. You're right. then why yeah. why put yourself in that position, right, Joe? No, you're not going to do that. And 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 why? They, they're still trying to figure out what's going on. I, I guarantee this. It's whoever's going to kiss the ring of uh, of Brody there is going to get the job. That's who that's who it's going to be. Get on your knee, go ahead, kiss the ring, and then boom, you're going to be the uh, you're going to be the manager. I mean, I, I do think they made the right it's move. It's a good job, guys. There's a lot of talent yeah. on that team. Yeah. Finally, it's a good actually job. a pretty good yep. job. You got Pete along. Come on, man. You got some young talent. You got a great rotation. Yep. Pretty good in second the half. Division. It's yep. manageable. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's tough, but you know, it's manageable. You know, you hung around. As far as tonight, how do we not take the under, guys? I guess I'll take the under in the baseball game and the under in the basketball game and hope for the best. Wow, two unders in one night from Gabe. That's that's a yeah. rare. Yeah, that's I'm not an form. under guy. You know, Mike. Yeah. That's usually I my know. ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> but it is six and a half. Scherzer oh, against Cole. Two thirty-two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing seven. It was seven when I left Bandul last night. It was bouncing around, but let me let me double check right now. So, Joe, I heard you weird. earlier. It was six and a half at yeah, a lot yeah. of spots, but. Yeah, yeah. Joe, it I heard is, you talking yeah, earlier. You, you think the uh, the values with the Stros, uh, with the Nationals tonight and Scherzer on the bump? Uh, how do you not? I mean, one plus one seventy five for Scherzer. You know, keeping in mind too that the Nationals uh, have been just on fire the last two months of the season. I mean, they're I believe they uh, the yeah, yeah it's stupid. I, it's it's you know I mean Scherzer and uh, this is all going to come down to bullpens because to me it's which bullpen is going to show up. But at plus one seventy five, how do you not pass up backing Scherzer in this spot? You know, uh, going up against Garrett Cole, who's been on fire. But you know, at plus one seventy five, if I'm getting the same out of both pitchers, I'll take Scherzer. And Gabe, you and I talked the other day on Sunday, uh, in between breaks on the show about. 
how this World Series lines up. It's it's really unique. As much as we've had these great pitchers go at it in the past in World Series games, to have Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin going up against Cole, Verlander, Greinke, that's sort of unheard of. Certainly in modern baseball, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, we had the debate yesterday, uh, yesterday morning as well. I think the only thing comparable, really, in modern history, is 1999, the Atlanta yeah. Braves and the New York Yankees. Uh, Roger Clemens, David Cohn, Andy Pettit, Orlando Hernandez, uh, uh, Greg Maddox, Schmoltz, Glavin, yeah. Millwood. Yet you could argue that all those pitchers were sort of at the. They weren't in their prime. Clemens was prime, not sharp you know in I mean? 99. They were, but. No, you you know what I'm saying exactly. Yeah. I, it's debatable. I mean, you know who would, uh, you know, if I ask you guys right now, and all due respect to David Cohn and stuff, I mean, is Verlander, Cole, and Greinke better than any of those three? I don't know, man. That those brave pitchers were damn good, right? I mean, that legacy. But either way, one of these pitchers is going to get hit, guys. I don't know which one, but that's going to be the difference. Yeah. One of them's going to give up four runs or so. One of these so-called aces. That's just the way that it works. Yet, I think this is as good as it gets from a baseball purist standpoint for a World Series. I mean, we really could have some one nothing games, some 2-1 really dramatic, you know, home run here, home run there. I think the Houston Astros experience is the difference. You saw it against the Yankees. They don't panic the Astros. They have that cool championship calmness yeah. about them at all times. That's right. That you only can have if you've done it. Yeah. And they've done it, and they know it. They I think know you saw that, that they're the better than you, and they know that, yeah, exactly. Like the Yankees are damn good. The, the Astros were not intimidated. Yeah. Right. Like they don't crack this team. They're so good. I think that's the difference. The Nationals run is interesting. They've been off for a little while now. Um, we'll see if this catches up to them. And I don't fully trust Scherzer. You know, Scherzer gets so jacked. He admits it. He's like a football player. And I like that. That can backfire when you're a pitcher sometimes. I don't know. I you, sometimes you got to be more cerebral. I think at baseball than that. that Clemens lost his mind in the World Series adrenaline. game and almost impaled Mike Piazza with a broken bat. So I I, I know uh, I know of what you speak. I I would say in general, to your point about the he Astros. the ball, he said. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I've watched that thing a thousand times. Right, what I don't understand was his answer. <laughs> What he said, I thought it was the ball. Yeah, it made no sense. Well, why would you throw the ball, like, in the middle of the first base? So you almost hit him with the ball? <laughs> like, yeah. So you're trying to hit him yeah, yeah, either like way. Yeah, answer, yeah, like, exactly. Well, I was trying to hit him. I didn't want to, like, exactly. Like, I thought it was the ball. Well, I, that doesn't make sense either, Roger. Roger Clemens is a jerk. That, uh, that, I met was, him, that I was met an all-time uh, all sweat performance, too. Clemens was pouring sweat. do that to you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. They make you do irrational things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... <laughs> To your point about the Strohs, they're so cool, calm, and collected. I'm Strohs a Yankees fan. Uh, that's what I think. I, I'm, I'm with you, the exact same number. Uh, and, Joe, I, I just found that collectively they are so calm. I'm a Yankees fan, and I know a lot of Yankees fans are saying they're, that are saying they're not going to watch a pitch because they're bummed about the season. I think this could be a great series, a really good baseball series, A. And, B... As disappointing as it was to watch the Yankees not play their A game, I think that's what Yankees fans are most disappointed about. They didn't play their A game. But that says more about the Astros than anything else. The Yankees didn't play terribly. They didn't hit as well as they should have. The pitching didn't fall apart. They would have beaten anyone else if it wasn't the Astros. Yeah, they played one bad game, game four, the 8-3 game. They played badly. 
rest of the time, they just weren't good enough because the Astros right. are that good. Yeah. Now, listen, there's no there's no substitute for experience, but there's also no substitute for being battle tested. And right now, this Washington Nationals team coming from a play in game to winning the underdogs the whole way and doing it the way that they've done coming back and battling against, let's face it, pretty good pitching there on the, uh, the Dodgers, uh, beating a whole lot of number ones to be able to get to this spot. The moment I don't think will be too big for him. It's either going to work extremely well for Scherzer having that that edge and being that locomotive lunatic, or it's going to be extremely bad and it's going to go hard left early. But uh, I do like the price. I, I just don't know how you pass up getting if Scherzer's on. Yeah, all right, good luck, Cole. I know you're good, but you've got a team behind you that's hitting 206 in the postseason. You're going up against a team that's hitting 243. The Nationals are the better hitting team in the playoffs than what the Astros have proven to have. Yeah, the Astros have had a couple guys fall apart. Alvarez was a disaster. Uh, Gurriel was was a disaster until uh, that three-run homer in Game 6 against the Yankees. So we'll see if he can turn around. He was getting good at bats and obviously uh, helped them enormously. In that game six, the numbers I was looking at because Gabe, I think the Strohs are going to win in six is that you can actually spread the money out a little bit right now. If you're picking the series, correct score Astros four to two is plus two ninety Astros four to one plus three ninety. I think that's the range I'm looking at for those, but getting plus money, you can kind of split the difference between those two. If you think they're going to win in five or six games. I agree with that approach, and uh, we'll be on Game Time Decisions today talking about this stuff, our final baseball picks. And, guys, we always talk about this uh, with the Super Bowl. Um, you know, if you like this, if you like a team in the Super Bowl, specifically if you like the underdog, but basically if you're betting the Super Bowl, you look at the MVP, right? And you're like, all right, if the team I like to win the Super Bowl, who's going to win the MVP? In football, it's a little easier because it's the quarterback. You know, like eight of the last ten, basically 16 of the last 20. There'll be anomalies every now and then. Uh, but for the most part, you can isolate. Like a good example, I had Nick Foles as MVP. I got it like plus 550. I thought the Eagles were going to win the game. The money line was plus 195 only or something. I was like, well, if they're going to win, Nick Foles has to play well. Same thing with Kawhi Leonard last year. I got like Kawhi Leonard at plus 300 to win the MVP of the finals. And the Raptors were plus 200 on the series price. So... If the Astros are going to win, I know it's a little trickier with baseball, and it's actually been like five years, I believe, since a pitcher's won. But we all know that the, the, the World Series MVP is sort of a, it's a carryover of the playoffs. Long story short, if the Astros win the World Series, Garrett Cole is going to pitch twice, and he's going to pitch well twice. He's going to win the MVPs plus 700, man. Guys, it's plus 700. What about Altuve? Yeah, you could take Verlander as well at plus 750. Well, that's the thing. I mean... If the pitchers don't dominate and Carlos Correa hits two three-run home runs in the series, he's the MVP, right? Or Altuve, as you stated. Altuve's the media liked them, too. But to me, Garrett Cole is just so dominant. If Garrett Cole has two World Series starts, look, the two playoff, the two in his last series, what, it was 20, 25 strikeouts and two, 32 strikeouts in his last three appearances. He had 25 and two, and he had seven against the Yankees in the last start. He goes two World Series games has a box score of two runs allowed, one run allowed, 22 strikeouts, and they win the World Series, and he's 2-0. and He's winning the MVP. I believe mm -hmm. that uh, it would be irresponsible and negligible, just like if you're not using Daily Roto, not to take Garrett Cole to win the MVP at plus 700.
Joe, would you lay a little bit on Altuve to two to spread it out? Gabe's talking about it being a carryover. He had a very good series against the Yankees as well. I would go the other way, guys, because if I'm leading Nationals, Trey Turner is my MVP at 25-26-1 to because I think if he stays hot, this team wins. Yeah, some other numbers out there. Juan Soto at 15-1, to Scherzer at 13-1. to So uh, a lot of interesting Good number for Scherzer right there. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's yeah. a good number. It's pretty good. I'll see you guys at 5 o'clock. That's good. Game. See you, Gabe. Live. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. The home of the NBA champions, baby. Be right back. Safe. Safe trip. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's money now the number 100.com we paid less for our craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep call now for prices and free information on today's craftmatic adjustable beds and then decide when you see how little they cost rated number one by consumers nationwide on consumeraffairs.com craftmatic beds come in all mattress types including cool gel memory foam for up to 50 percent less than today's leading memory foam brand enjoy temporary relief of low back pain poor circulation nighttime heartburn mild arthritis you'll sleep better in a craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. Dave going to be getting himself up to Toronto for a celebratory day. It should be a lot of fun for him. I wish I was going. I'm not even a Raptors fan. I just think it would be fun. 
So, all right, Joe, you uh, you have a stat for us. We were talking about those World Series MVPs. We've got some other props to talk about as well, but you have a stat for us on World Series MVPs. Yeah, I think it's just it's important to remember that when we're dealing with totals here, like six, six and a half, which I think we're going to see a lot of here in this series, um, while it does give a pitcher the opportunity to walk away, a better chance of walking away with the MVP, a starter, there's only been one out of the last 10 that has actually done this. And let's face it, all World Series games usually tend to be low scoring anyway. So I do think position players, having a guy that can impact a game on a daily on a, on a daily basis in, in every game, I, I think that's where the value lies with the MVP. We've only had one starting pitcher as an MVP in the last 10 World Series. So that's why guys like Soto and Turner and Altuve, they – they come with a lot of value because they can affect the game every game. If it goes six or seven, it'll be a position player that's probably going to be the MVP. Uh, I agree with that. I, I understood where Gabe was going. If Cole throws two dominant performances like that, he will win. If he throws two dominant performances, your double-digit strikeout, seven, eight innings, mm-hmm. if they sweep. However, I don't personally think they're going to sweep, which is why – I like the value in Altuve. I think Gabe's right. right. There's always some sort of carryover, and he was really good in the ALCS, and I think he has an opportunity. He's their best player. He has an opportunity Absolutely. to do that again. So Alex yep. Bregman Alex Bregman and Altuve are both at plus 1,000. Springer is as well. I would that's conceivably split some money between Bregman and Altuve because that's mm-hmm. the way I think this series is going to go. Uh, and I think Rendon and Turner for the Nationals as yeah, position guys. Yeah, and you guys. would have it, and your, yours yep. is even better because you're at 26 to one, and Rendon's at 15 to one. So, yep. hell, you could spread a little bit of money across all four of them if you're feeling yep. frisky. Uh, World Series props. Uh, how about this one? How many home runs will be hit in the World Series? 13 and a half, over under. I- I'm gonna go over. Oh, I'm gonna go over. Yep. And the run total. How else did they beat the Yankees? Homers. We're going to be action-packed with guests for the remainder of the show. It's just me and Joe here for the rest of the way. But we have Jason London. Uh, You may know his acting chops from Dazed and Confused, which is probably, I would say, Joe, in my top three most watched movies of all time. There's probably like The Godfather. uh, Shawshank is up there. And like Dazed and Confused, I, I may not have watched many movies more than I've watched that. Pretty much every chance it's on, I would usually have had to stop. I mean, growing up, there was uh, there was a few of them. That, Swingers. Swingers. You yeah. know, Side Jay and Silent Bob. All, all of those kind of, uh, you just, clerks, you just can't stop. Uh, you got to watch them. So, have, not even knowing I was going to interview Jason London on Saturday night, I watched the last hour of Days and Confused. It was great. So, yes. he's got a new movie coming out called... Full count released this week. We'll be uh, talking with him. And then we have two guys facing off MMA fighters, Rory McDonald and Douglas Lima. They're fighting uh, They're fighting each other this Saturday at Mohegan in Sun. In studio? Or hopefully they're going to fight each other in studio? No, okay. Hopefully I was going to say, I'll grab the popcorn there, blew it. Yeah. I'll just kind of sit back and watch you navigate that. Yeah, I'll be grabbing 911 <laughs> is what I'd be grabbing. If these guys start swinging. I'll be breaking through the... <laughs> soundproof glass over here trying to get out of the studio but hopefully rory and doug are in uh, good spirits good competitors but perhaps not ready to fight just yet they're facing off in the uh world uh, grand prix championship bellator uh 232 on saturday night and then we also will have rich Ciarmanello 
He's our college football today host. He'll be on in the 11 o'clock hour as well as Jack Hager, uh, another Bellator fighter. He's fighting on Friday night, and you may know him as Jack Swagger uh, from his WWE days. He also fights in uh, AEW now. So action-packed here starting in the next couple of minutes. We're action-packed for the rest of the show. Talk as much baseball, football, NBA as we can, but we're going to get to these people have some fun. Uh, Hopefully you're listening, watching, locked on the grid and listening on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's me and Joe the rest of the way. Thanks for watching on Channel 719 on Sumo. We'll be right back after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modell's and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you've got to play more and pay less, you've got to go Listen to Modell's. Listen to what Chris about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Welcome back to the Sports Grid TV Network. Also on YouTube, on Instagram. We appreciate it. Uh, and we're excited to bring aboard uh, somebody who's got a movie coming out this week. 
It's Jason London who will be starring in the sports drama Full Count, so being released this weekend. Jason, thanks for being on with us. It's Mike and Joe. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So I, I was just saying before you came on, uh, I was watching just randomly without knowing that you and I were going to speak today. Uh, I was watching the last hour plus of Dazed and Confused the other day. I've always been a huge fan of that movie, so I was excited to talk to you today and learn a little bit more about oh, nice. uh, this role. So uh, what? give me a sense of how you got involved with this movie and uh, what role yeah. you're playing in it. Yeah, a little bit, little bit different. This, instead of being the sports phenom, I'm, I'm a grumpy old dad in this one. It's kind of, uh-huh. kind of fun. <laughs> you know, whenever you're younger, you always can't wait to get a little bit older and play those roles, and uh, I finally got there. Uh, you know, I got I, I got involved. Uh, you know, honestly, I actually don't even remember how I actually originally got involved. I just remember reading the script and just loving it and wanting to be a part of it. And uh, Robert Eager, who who wrote it and directed it, uh, you know, this is his first time out of the gate. And you know, 99 out of 100 are are going to do their first movie and they're not going to hit a home run. And this guy hit a grand slam on his first first time at bat. You know, he, I told him he should quit now while he's ahead. <laughs> But uh, it's a beautiful movie. It's a, it's the kind of film where the entire family can can sit down together and watch it. There's a little something in it for everybody. And and John Paul Kakos is the the lead. Not only is he wonderful, but you know, it's a little eye candy for the girls. Um, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's wonderful, and the entire cast is wonderful. Jeremy, now did you grow up? Was it Oklahoma and Texas? You grew up in the, in that area there. So did did you grow up an OU fan, a Texas fan? How how much did sports play a role as you were as you were growing up, coming up in high school? It it, it, it was it was my my entire life was baseball growing up. I mean, my my mother was a softball coach, my dad was a baseball coach. Uh, basically, spent most of my childhood on a baseball diamond. I was a, a pitcher myself, and uh, my brother, my twin brother, was a catcher. So that was always fun. We got to play tournaments and you know you're not supposed to pitch two games in a row but we would just switch jerseys and uh, i would pitch two games in a row and they would think my brother and i just switched that's that's kind of the one twin game that we got to play growing up but it was always but it was it was fun uh, with this movie to kind of step back and not be the uh, the sports phenom but instead the, the the dad who's concerned about his farm and uh real weight of the world on his shoulders and uh it's just got a it's a wonderful movie it's got a great message Got it. So you filmed down in in Atlanta and Georgia. Uh, obviously, baseball has been a, a big part of this October in Atlanta, and we you talked to us on the uh, the day the World Series is getting started. So do you have personally any rooting yeah, interest yeah. in sorry, baseball? Sorry, Atlanta. Oh yeah, sorry, Atlanta. Sorry about what happened. I was uh, my my best friend is a Tampa Bay fan, so. Or the the the, the Rays, so I was uh, sort of pulling for them, but uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the Astros on this one. Oh gosh, jeez. So what's the matter? You, are you like everyone else? We're just happy that the Yankees <laughs> aren't in it. Is that uh, is that the direction we're going? That's it. you know I have to be honest with you. Yeah, I have to be honest with you. Answer yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm no. just really. I'm, I wasn't a huge Astros fan, but that Altuve is quite impressive. Yeah, uh, good stuff. So I, I guess this is a this, this a, this a yeah. So one one thing, a wonderful family film that yeah yeah go ahead. Everybody can watch. Yeah. So yeah. so that that was the next place I was going to go. That obviously a big part of it is that 
Uh, John Paul Kekos, as you said, he is a big-time uh, high school prospect. He gets a college baseball scholarship. Things go sideways for him. You're playing the dad. Uh, do you have any opportunities to show off your baseball chops in this, uh, or and or does he? How does that how does that play? He gets to show quite a bit of talent, and, and he's uh, quite a talented uh, ball player himself. There's a, there's a, some some scenes where, as he's growing up, I'm sort of teaching him how to play and getting to throw the ball with him as he's growing up and things like that. But uh, in this one, I'm I'm playing more the, the sort of the old farmer, and, uh, and yeah, so my my uh, priorities are basically the the farm, and I, I want my son to have his priorities be the farm better than baseball because, uh, you know, it's tough times and he's losing the farm and he needs the help. And he's really struggling between wanting his son to go to college and wanting him to stay at home and, and help with the farm. It's an interesting story. Too, every because, day. Yeah. I was going to say when, when we were growing up, Jason, I mean, that was, that wasn't an uncommon story. And yet here we are, you know, a few years later anyway, that, right. yeah, this, this happens today right. too, yeah. every day, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, when you're when you're dealing with a struggling economy and you're dealing with, um, the, especially the plight of the American farmer and uh, people like that 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 don't have uh, the resources to hire uh, extra hands, you you need the family, and that and that's sort of the traditional farm way of, of, of growing up. And you know, you can only imagine over the years how many people have had to make that decision, uh, what was needed versus what was wanted, and, and this is the kind of Thing where um, through circumstance, this phenom um, sort of realizes where his place is in the world. And while we think sometimes the when something bad happens to us, we think it's the worst thing that ever happened to us. Sometimes it can turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to us. And it's kind of one of those stories. So again, we're with Jason London. Uh, he is going to be in full count being released uh, this Friday, full uh, theatrical U.S. Uh, release. You can find him on Twitter at, at Jason P. London as well. So yeah, take the family, go see it. It's I would a love that. Movie, it really is. I say, I keep telling everybody, it's the kind of movie that people are going to want to buy and have on the shelf, and not going to want to just rent it and watch it once. I would love that. I, I have a little guy at home, and he, uh, I think, sometimes has buyer's remorse about his dad being a sports talk show host <laughs> and having to watch three-hour football games because. Yeah, he can't get through it, but if I can, right, if right. I can if I can weave a movie in there with some sports, I think it keep us both uh, involved to the end. So, uh, well, obviously uh, you're excited about this movie uh, coming out this weekend. How about some of the co-stars? You mentioned John Paul Kekos. Anybody else that we uh, would recognize that's going to be in this film? Natalie Livingston, who plays my wife, she's from General Hospital. She's just absolutely a gem. Uh, she's just perfect. She provides just uh, an incredible balance to the movie. And uh, like I said, John, John Paul Kekos, I, I just can't wait to watch what happens with his career. He's going to he's gonna have quite the career ahead of him, I do believe. And Jason, just one more I got to ask you, man. I mean, do you still get people come up to you on the street like, that's the dude from Dazed and Confused? Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's kind of cool that, you know, we're pushing 30 years here and uh, and people still love the movie. And, you know, you can't argue with that. Uh, all I can say, people always ask me, you know, are you tired of it? And I say, if I was tired of it, I wouldn't deserve to have it. It's just what a blessing it is. And, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those movies that occasionally I'll catch a little, uh, you know, a couple scenes on the TV or whatever. And 
watch it and go, gosh, man, I forgot how good that movie is. It really is a great film. <laughs> and I tell you, so you know, do a lot of movies, but they don't always make you feel something. And Full Count is one of these movies that if you don't feel something, you've got something wrong with you. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Bring a tissue. Yeah, well, good stuff. I, I appreciate it, Jason. Thanks for spending a, a little bit of time with us today. Good luck with the movie. Again, it's Jason so London, uh, full count, slated for theatrical release this Friday. So we appreciate it, and uh, good luck with the movie. Thank you so very much. So, Joe, I, you know, I, I've talked uh, before Jason came on, and I, I said I wanted to ask all the questions in term, in uh, as if I was his coach. And mm-hmm. tell him that he's in need of a serious attitude adjustment and <laughs> tell him tell him to sign that permission slip. I wanted to ask him if he got the Aerosmith tickets and how that all worked mm-hmm. out. And I, I chickened <laughs> out. I, I wanted him to talk about this movie, but I had him all yeah, lined yeah. up. I, I've memorized uh-huh. more than half of that movie. Yes. Now, it's one of those. And, and like he said, man, there's very few movies that we uh, we all consume over our lifetimes that. There, you know, you just stop what you're doing. If you walk by a television, it's on. You're just like, oh, okay, and and like it was like you've never seen it before. And that, without a doubt, was uh, was one of those movies for an entire generation. Blew it. Yeah, yeah. Again, top three most watched movies. Oh yes. for me, absolutely uh, has to be. It came out when I was in college. Like you're gonna do nothing yeah, exactly. but run that uh, run that movie on repeat. So uh, <laughs> coming up coming up for us. Uh, after this segment, we're going to have uh, Rory McDonald, Doug Lima coming on. They're facing off this Saturday night. And you'll be refing, right? Right in the studio? Dude, I'm already getting nervous. I got like a, <laughs> I got like a Nixon flop sweat going. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But I'm excited. We'll be, uh, we'll be good. It'll be Rory and Doug uh, coming back. We'll, we'll ask a bunch of questions, set up the fight for them right after this. Keep it locked on the grid. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables 
schools, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183 That's 800-847-1183 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. a deposit and then you place your first bet and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks the offer eligible to all users plus new users you guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks just head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash dk that is sportsgrid.com forward slash dk to play and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over New Jersey only eligibility restrictions apply check out the website for details Thanks for joining us on Sports Grid TV Network. Excited to preview what is going to be a tremendous match this Saturday, Mohegan Sun Arena. It's going to be the Bellator. It's Bellator 232 and the finals of the Bellator Welterweight World Grand Prix. So, welcome to the studio. Thanks, Rory McDonald, for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and Doug Lima, thank you for being here. So, you guys have fought before. I'll go with you first, uh, Rory, as the champ, uh, defending the title. You were able to pull off a victory last time against Doug, uh, but a hard-fought victory, excited for this matchup, obviously. Yeah, um, I'm looking to uh, go out there and close this rivalry down. Uh, it was a tough fight, um, but this time I'm going out there to dominate and uh, quiet the voices. Got it. So, Doug, uh, from your perspective, last time out, uh, Rory gets the victory. You're looking back to to take that title back. Obviously, there's a lot on the line, not just a rematch, but you're you have a title uh, chance here. Oh. Don. Right. Yeah, like I say, it's a it's a huge fight. You know, uh, I get a chance to get this belt back. Um, a lot on the line. First tournament final. And uh, just looking forward, man. Looking forward to get this win and keep moving like on. You had a good camp. Yeah, the camp was great. You know, it was amazing. Uh, did most of it back home in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, stayed two weeks in Thailand, and uh, you know that's the usual. You know, everything was smooth. Everything was good. Uh, hard. You know, always a little injuries, stuff like that in there. But 
like it happens in every camp. But I'm healthy. Everything is good now, and I'm good to go. You feel uh, t- tip-top shape now, re- healthy, ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, it was a great camp, and I'm absolutely healthy and, and at my very best. All right. Joe, you can jump in here. Yeah, you know, Rory, I wanted to ask you, it's funny, I think um, just about every fight you've been in here over like the last five or six years, you seem to break your nose. I, I don't know how it happens, why it happens, but how do you, uh, do you even think about that going into the fights? Like, all right, here we go again. Like, how do you even prepare for that? I wouldn't necessarily say I break my nose every time. I mean, I I broke it in a Robbie Lawler fight, rebroke it in my next fight because I didn't give it enough time to heal. But besides that, my nose has been completely fine for um, uh, several years now so it's not something I worry about anymore it was just an old injury Mm. Joe you got anything for Doug yeah Doug let me ask you I know that um, you know this time around I think you're this would be your third belt correct if you end up uh, pulling this here what is it if you win this fight you end up getting the belt once again over there what does that mean to you it's very important, man. Uh, you know, I've been a, I've been a champion twice before there with Bellator, and uh, you know, looking forward to be called, you know, the three-time welterweight champion. Uh, big fight, man. A lot on the line. Uh, I take this very serious. You know, it's been an amazing camp. Yeah, I'm just ready to go, man. I'm just ready to do it and uh, you know, get this rematch going. So, Rory, just obviously without giving away specific strategies. Is there a specific mindset you have going into fights that you have to fight your style of fight, or is it very specific to the opponent uh, that you're going against? Clearly, there's different styles that they have, so how do you adjust? Yeah, I mean, it changes. I mean, when you go up against a a top-level fighter like Doug, you have to be pretty prepared, um, obviously, with a a good game plan, with, uh, you know, sharp techniques to make uh, your game plan work. And uh, the mindset, if, if things don't go your way, to, you know, have your heart to push you through. So that's always uh, that's always the backup plan. Got it. All right. So uh, last time out, you fought about a year and a half ago, January 20th, I believe it was, 2018. Hard-fought fight. Obviously, you didn't get the W. So is there a strategy adjustments that you have to make coming in, or do you feel like uh, maybe just the fight got a little bit away from you last time? Uh. Yeah, I mean, uh, everything was going okay, you know, until that last round uh, when he showed a lot of heart. You know, he was very, he was badly hurt, you know, but he's still able to pull off that takedown, you know, and finished on top the whole time. So, I mean, mistake on my part for sure, you know, uh, props to him. But, uh, you know, definitely something that we worked on, you know what I mean? Uh, learned a lot from that first fight, I learned a lot. Um, you know, I can't wait to use it on this one. I've been improving. You know what I mean? There's the thing about MMA. There's always room for improvement. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are. There's always rooms to improve on certain areas. You know, and uh, you know that's what I've been trying to do. You know, I've been feeling good. You know, and I can't wait. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, Doug. Let me let me ask you, man. You have been extremely loyal to uh, to Bellator over the years. So I mean, it's you've never made the jump over to UFC. What what's what is the connection with Bellator? You ju- you feel at home here with them? I do, man. I feel at home. They always treated me well. You know, uh, I have no reason, you know, you know, to go anywhere else. As long as they treat me good, you know, give me the good fights, you know, I'm here to stay. You know, it's been, what, eight years already, I think. You know, uh, a lot of history, a lot of history here. You know, as long as they're taking care of me, you know what I mean, I'm here. 
And your brother, I think, just fought, right, at the UFC 243. What did you think of his performance? Yeah, he looked great, man, improving by the day. You know, he got a nice win, you know, started the month really good for me. You know, uh, a good, you know, unanimous decision, I'm going to go ahead and say it, because they gave him a split. But uh, he looked good, man. He controlled the whole fight. And, uh, Nobody I'm voted happy. for the other guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, because I don't know what the, how that happened. But I'm happy for him. He's doing great. It's just the beginning. He's still got a lot to show there, and uh, just happy. So, Bellator, awesome. again, Bellator 232, uh, the World Grand Prix Championship, welterweight division, Rory McDonald uh, versus Doug Lima. So, uh, Rory, a couple of tough fights, obviously, leading up to this fight. You get the win. You had a draw, which allowed you to get through this tournament. Um, what did you see in those fights that you felt like you did well? Anything you felt like you needed to work on as you got through these fights leading up to fighting Doug? I didn't really feel that they were that hard. I mean, um, you know, they were they were uh, interesting opponents, but um, I did feel that I was quite a bit better than them. So I was able to fight them the way I wanted. Um, obviously, I don't agree with the decision uh, with the John Fitch fight going to a draw. I felt like I won the fight, but obviously, you know, um, you know, if I have a rematch with him, I'll, I'll show. Uh, I'll show uh, the the better version of myself when I go up against him next. Got it. So what's one thing you know going into a fight against Doug Lima that you have to avoid allowing him to do? Um, pretty much everything. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to I shut everything down. I mean, that's the goal. I want to go in there and apply everything that I've sharpened over the, uh, over the last few months and, and apply it without, without any uh, repercussions. Uh, Doug, I want to ask yourself. you. Let's go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. No, no, I wanted to ask Rory real quick. Uh, Rory, I, you've, you, you're still training out of uh, out of TriStar in, in Quebec, and I understand that you've you've had uh, time to train with George St. Pierre, of course, one of the top all-time greatest MMA fighters. And I'm wondering what you know, what if anything did you pull away training with uh, George over the years? Quite a bit. I mean, George is the leader um, in our in our gym. He's obviously one of the greatest that ever did it he's taught me a lot a lot of techniques um uh work ethic um he's uh he's a very good fighter he's a he's a good friend generous person but uh in the gym you know i would say it's it's his worth that work ethic that's very uh, inspiring and uh you know is uh he's got a, a lot of great uh, skills and techniques that i've been able to shadow and learn from and Doug, for you, uh, same question I asked Rory earlier. One thing going into this fight that you know you're really going to have to avoid to be careful of so that you're not put in a position where, um, like you said, he got on top of you last time. So anything in particular you feel like you need to avoid without giving away the whole strategy, obviously? Uh, yeah, avoid bad positions. You know, uh, of course, game plans always change. You know, uh, fought him before for five rounds, so there's something that I have to change. Of course, it's going to be avoiding the kicks and stuff like that, so I got to make sure to not leave myself open, you know, but, uh, you know, we can't say the game plan, but uh, I've been, I prepared really good, you know, I feel good and uh, just got to avoid getting take down, taken down all the time and end up on my back, you know, but, uh, you know, we got a good strategy going in Saturday, you know. 
how much fun has this been, Doug, that you've got to now do radio hits with the guy that you're about to step into the uh, to the ring with over the week? You guys having fun doing this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, we've done we've done it before. I don't think you know. I mean, it's part. It comes with the job, you know. I don't, I don't mind stuff like that. Uh, you know, I guess the first time was awkward, but now it's normal, man. Uh, we've been there in the cage already for all that time. You guys don't take like separate yes. elevators up, right? Like you guys are all right here. Nah, it's all good, man. I just met him in the morning at Starbucks, you know, say what's up. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, end of the day, it's work for us, you know. I'll tell you what, nobody's more thankful for, than me that this has been a cordial interview because leading up to this, I didn't know what the respective yeah. uh, attitudes would be, but uh, you guys have been great. So, obviously, uh, you're carrying in a 31-7 and seven record. Uh, Rory, you are 21-5. and five. You're the champ. Uh, you'll be defending the title again, Bellator 232, the welterweight Grand Prix Championship. So, thank you for joining us this morning, guys. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Thank you. Good luck to you. And uh, I'm glad I got through it, and everybody was happy. Yeah, almost. So, That's pulled it, it off, Joe Rainieri. So uh, we'll come back uh, after this on Sports Grid TV. Again, follow us on YouTube and Instagram. And watch these guys on Saturday night, Mohegan Sun. If you can't get tickets, watch them on TV. Be right back. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. All right, Sports Grid TV Network, we're back. Uh, moved some people around. Rich Germanella was going to be on at this time, but because we had the two guys in here, uh, we'll have him on at 11.12, uh, it looks like. So uh, we got a free uh, segment here to talk about what we want, Joe, and for me to stop sweating and uh, <laughs> getting through the segment. I was going to say to these guys, but I didn't want to ham it up too much, if either one of them came over the table, I was going through the plate glass. But they were perfectly <laughs> respectful yep. and nice. It seems like they're friendly, even though they're going to try to pound each other into oblivion on Saturday. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, that's it. And Rory, I mean, uh, it just seemed like he was he was five minutes away from entering the octagon there. It, uh, it was fun. That's why I'm like, do you, how many radio hits are you guys doing together? Like, this has got to get a little awkward at some particular point. Rory's got the death stare going. He does. That, that guy. He really does. Of everybody I've ever met in my life, I think, the fact that he's so, first of all, he's Canadian. So that makes him, uh, you know, automatically he's going to be nicer than guys like you or me. Uh, right. So that he got that. And then he's very soft-spoken, as you could tell, <laughs> which isn't a negative. But he also is a MMA champion. Yes, a Bellator champ. So mm -hmm. uh, have that combination of things makes him one of the scariest people I think I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too the whole Bellator versus UFC. And uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know, Lima's never left Bellator. Like he stayed yeah. there. A lot of guys try to migrate back and forth, but he it was interesting that he's, he's happy. He's happy there and he's okay being a champion with Pelador. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah. They've both been champs. They both held this title and they're yep. fighting for it again. So it should be interesting. Uh, Rory McDonald has famously had some huge wars and these guys had a really good battle. Oh, Robbie Lawler was yeah. just, geez. Yeah. I was gosh. watching some, uh, I didn't want to get into it cause I wanted to talk about the fight at hand, but I was watching a lot of that, the coverage of that fight. Uh, leading up to the interview and uh, the Robbie Lawler, Rory McDonald fight is a, a classic um, yes, he didn't come out on top in that one, but he's been champ now for a while with Bellator. So good stuff yep. there. Please watch that fight. Um, <laughs> I think it's set to be a good one. Uh, and both guys re really good job here today. So let's just get we, we got some time to talk about uh, the stuff that we want. The Patriots obviously traded for Muhammad Sanu. We know the Zion Williamson injury. World Series starting did. tonight. We got NBA starting tonight. We never got a chance to talk about the other game tonight 
which is Lakers-Clippers. Now, these are two teams that obviously drastically changed their makeup in the offseason with Anthony Davis coming over to the Lakers, Kawhi Leonard, and others, Paul George in particular, who's not playing tonight and won't be playing for the next couple of weeks at least. Um, We know both of these teams are going to practice load management, but at least we get to see most of the rosters tonight. So how do you feel about this game? And then we'll talk about them for the season. Well, I'm just glad the uh, the Clippers are home tonight because that's got to help. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, <laughs> I really do need your Awkward. own stadium here, Clip. Awkward. Uh, but I think it's going to be, uh, you know, it's funny. I do think there is a, a desire by both of these clubs to come out swinging. I, I really do. I think both of these teams are going to want to come out there and, you know, make a, an announcement that it's a new Clippers, it's a new Lakers, here we go. I think it's going to be fascinating. I don't think there's going to be another one of these games, Mike, where we talked about the under in the Toronto game. I'm not sure there's going to be uh, a whole heck of a lot of, you know, up to 227, 228, wherever it is right now in this. I'm not sure that they uh, get there. I think the defense is... Uh, this is not going to be an all-star game. I expect these guys to come out there, Patrick Beverly and company, to try and clamp down and, and make a statement here. And they're going to do it a little bit differently. They're not going to be bombing from all over the place. The Clippers are they're going to out-physical you. So I can't wait to see how it works tonight. So the Clips on the season right now on FanDuel, 53.5 total wins. The Lakers, 51.5 total wins. Now... Let's go a couple different ways with this. First, do you expect it to be one of these these two teams to come out of the West? The West is the good thing about this NBA season is no matter what happens during the regular season, I think there's going to be a lot of teams jammed up at the top. It's been that way in the Western Conference the last couple of years, frankly. Um, there's been a little bit of a distance between those top teams and then you know three through nine or whatever. But two years ago seed three and the first team that didn't make the playoffs were separated by two games. It gets really Mm -hmm. tight. I think we see more of that in the Western conference again this year, but do you expect it to be one of these two teams playing in the finals at the end of the year? Well, I know there was, uh, there's always this holding out hope that once Clay Thompson returns that the, you know, golden state could make another run for it. They could shock the world. Uh, the only problem with that, of course, is that Steve Kerr just came out and said that he doesn't think Clay's coming back this season. So if he is planning on not would, getting, dude, that's it's, yeah, it's way too much why? risk. Why? Like exactly correct. Let everyone else beat themselves up. I do think in the East we're probably talking about two teams, right? We're talking about the Sixers. We're talking about the Bucks. And depending on what happens with Toronto, but in the West, it's got to be. I don't think the Lakers are going to be a top two or three team. I think Utah's going to be there. I think Houston's going to be up there. And I certainly think the Clippers are going to be up there. I'm not sure that the Lakers are even going to be, uh, you know, anything better than a number four seed, to be honest. I don't think you're wrong about that. But it will change when we get to the playoffs. I think teams like Denver and Utah can have really good regular seasons. I thought Denver fought really hard the playoffs last year but do we think either of them have the opportunity to knock off one of those top teams or is it going to be these two teams facing off in potentially a western conference final yeah yeah 
And what happens to, we know Houston's built for the regular season. So we know Houston's going to be a number one or a number two seed. um, And they'll probably have an easy go of it. I don't know that Portland got any better. I am fascinated by Dallas. I can't wait to see what a Porzingis and, uh, you know, Doncic uh, uh, combination looks like. Kind of a matchup nightmare. I do think that the West is going to, you know, they're going to eat each other alive, those teams. So I think it's. Who's left standing the healthiest will be the most interesting thing for me because we've seen already what injuries can do come playoff time. Yeah, we saw Portland last year. It looked like they were ready to beat the world, and then Mm -hmm. guys got banged up. Dame Lillard was banged up. He was completely hobbled by the end of the playoffs. He he lit the world on fire for the first uh, series and a half, and then it was obvious that he was hurt. Uh, They are intriguing to me, but what gets hard about some of these win totals – is how bunched up they all are, you know? Like Portland's yeah. 45 and a half, Denver 53 and a half, which is one of the highest totals out there uh, in, in the Western Conference. You got uh, the da- Dallas, like you said, that's 40 and a half. So there's so many teams whose numbers are in the low to mid 40s that mm-hmm. it gets, you know, this games either way i don't know who's going to be rested or who who will need to be rested for three weeks because they have a balky knee like that stuff comes into play that's why i find particularly in the western conference this year these season totals to be difficult yeah i just i find it amazing too that anytime we're talking and it's been like this since they wanted i can't remember a champion getting as little respect as what the Toronto Raptors have done simply because they didn't even have any time to celebrate, Mike, when you think about it. They win the championship. I, I was and actually then really bummed for Gabe and Cam for that reason. Like, it was over it in a second. Yeah. The parade yep, happened it was and it ended. Yep, absolutely. So, And yet you look at this starting – I'm looking at this lineup here tonight of these guys – Everybody that we just watched win this trophy, guys, win the Larry is is on the court tonight wearing a Toronto Raptor jersey, except Kawhi. And listen, they did pretty good without Kawhi during the regular season last year yeah. when he went on his load management. So what the, the style and what this team's makeup is, is going to be the same. They're going to play physical defense and they're going to uh, they're going to drain you out in the half court. They're going to make you earn every basket. I don't see how that changes this year. I think Siakam takes a step forward as well. I think mm-hmm. we all like him as a player. I think he's going to have the opportunity to shine even more. So I'd have to take a look at some of his seasonal props if there are any. But I expect him to have continue to break out. So you ha- let's just talk about those those win totals then. Raptors 46 and a half. Gabe said he likes it over. I also like it over. I don't think they're going to dust it, but I like it over if you're making me pick. Um I think you liked it over as well. Uh mm-hmm. Clippers are at 53 and a half. Uh I think it's a low enough number that I'd take the over, but I just know Kawhi is going to play like 60 games. Paul George yeah, probably won't yep. even play 60. So yep. you start that's where you start to get into. Like can the can yep. the rest of the team carry them through the wins? Are they going to be able to overcome whatever scoring has left the court in order to be able to pull off those wins that don't matter on, on a particular yeah. night? I agree. I, I the, to me some of the not even these these uh, the top echelon teams, but some of these 
lower rung teams, I think, is uh, is going to be interesting to see what happens. How many games does Cleveland win this year? The New York Knicks, uh, these bottom dwellers here, so to speak, uh, out of the East and West. You know, if these teams do take a step forward, I think Atlanta is going to win way more games than what people anticipate this year. I do think some of these teams that people are, are a little undervalued because of how bad they've been in the past. But if they take a step forward, there's um, there's some overs to take there with these bottom dwellers. Yeah, so let's talk about my New York Knicks. Long-suffering mm-hmm. New York Knicks fan right here. 26 and a half. We're already seeing perhaps some prognosticators being correct in that, look, mm-hmm. it, it was not it was not an uncommon opinion that R.J. Barrett could be a better pro than Zion Williamson. I'm not saying it was the consensus, but we heard it a few times because Zion physically can't dominate in the NBA the way he could in college. And would that, would the rest of his game play out? Now, anybody that was number one was going to take Zion because you can't be wrong. You can't pass him up, right? He could be a generational player if it all comes together. But if he continues to get hurt and, you know, things go sideways for him, he can't develop, he can't play as often as he wants to, then that's where we see it. So R.J. Barrett um, leading the New York Knicks along with Kevin Knox. What what do we think? 26.5 is a really low number, to your point. It's what um, people expect out of them because they've been so Mm -hmm. bad. But can they get to 27 or 30 wins? I, listen, I, if you look at the moves, Mike, that they made in the offseason, right, free agency, you bring in Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, Taj Gibson, you're bringing in character guys. And I think there was a big push to surround R.J. Barrett with some veterans, with some character guys that were going to help, you know, put this uh, put this franchise in a different direction. And I think they have more than enough talent. Uh, I don't think we're going to see things uh, start to go south rather quickly. I think the guys they brought in purposely – Uh, are there to be able to help Barrett grow as a player. And I think as a team, they will. And if they win 30 games, I would not at all be surprised this year. I think I'm with you. Um, I'm very rarely optimistic as a Knicks fan, but, and I I thought they did, I, I just thought there were other ways to approach some of the salary cap room that they had. Um, and I don't necessarily agree with everything that they did, but given the way that the team is built now, I would push to the over. They only won 17 games last year. They were trying to lose all of them. So adding R.J. Barrett in, we talked about when he first got trapped on this network. That's enough mm-hmm. to get him 10 more yep. wins. Him alone getting in the mix there. I, I, I do think yep. they'll be closer to 30. I, it doesn't mean I think they'll be a good team. Hell, if they got to 30, maybe 30 and 52. That's awful. But I just don't think they'll be as awful as people anticipate. So, But that's a cashing of the ticket. That's right. <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Yep. Come back. We'll wrap it up uh, on the hour right after this. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable 
adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Sports Grid TV, thanks for joining us. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram. So, uh, you know, we're basically halfway through the NFL season. Patriots are at a clean sheet right now, as are the Niners. The Jets, gosh, what a, what a turnaround in the worst of ways. They looked like the worst team. They actually were trying to be good, and they were looking as bad as Miami. Then they come out and beat Dallas, and Sam Darnold comes back, and he's great. And now they look like the worst team again. Um, that was just a disturbing performance almost. I, I, I don't even yeah. know where you go from there. But we're getting we're creeping up on this trade deadline now. And we have already saw Atlanta is giving you signs. By the way, Calvin Ridley owners, that's good news. If Matt mm. Ryan can come back and be healthy, which it's an ankle sprain. I don't know if it's high ankle, how long they're going to give him off. If I were the Falcons, I'd let Matt Ryan sit this weekend, and then they have a bye. And then they'll probably fire the coach, to be honest. But it's a good thing for Calvin Ridley, fantasy owners out there, that Sanu's not there anymore. Less touches for him to take. But Yes, and think about it. Matt Schaub throwing the ball to him. He's got to be pumped right now. That's not, not great. As a Matt Ryan fantasy owner, I'm also not that pumped. But... <laughs> for Calvin Ridley, it's a good thing. But there are certain teams that, you know, I think we're seeing the pulling of the ripcord 
at least from Atlanta. They know now they what they built it doesn't work. They haven't come back from the Super Bowl. What they've tried to build around it, even though I liked some of their defensive pieces, it just isn't working. Whether it's schematic or talent wise, they're Atlanta's toast. So they're one of the teams and, pulling the ripcord. And they're and Miami, in salary cap purgatory. You yeah, know yeah, that. Right. I mean, look at all the money that they spent. Even you, how are you going to go into the offseason making any changes? You can't afford to make any changes. They're yeah. still going to be over the salary cap. Yeah, they paid Grady Jarrett. They paid a bunch of guys oh. that. Devonta Freeman. They, yeah. they paid Julio and Matt Ryan. Like, wh- who's left now? They've got offensive linemen that they're going to need to pay mm-hmm. at some point. They have a first, have a couple first-round offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, you gotta. I think the only thing that you do in these scenarios, it's why teams start to look desperate. You mm-hmm. to make a coaching change and just hope it'll work. You have to. You just hope it'll work. Doesn't mean for this yep. year, but I think you go interim the rest of the way, and then you you try to hire somebody next year that you think can figure it all out. Back. Much more relaxed this hour, Joe. An eerie. Yeah. Feeling relaxed. Feeling good. Final hour of the, the show. Swagger comes in. Yeah. What's, what's that? <laughs> Until Swagger shows up, and then you're gonna be all sorts of. Uh, there's problems. only one of them. Yeah. There's only, there's only yeah. one of them. There's not. There's not two guys that are fighting. They're, they have a scheduled fight in four days, and they were together. <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic to say the least. But anyway, yeah. they were both great. Thanks for filling in. Yeah, 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 thanks. <laughs> Way to schedule me on this day. Yep. Gabe's like, oh, I'll be in another country for that one. Sorry, I can't make it. He, that's how much he wanted to do the interview. He mm-hmm. uh, he had it, He got his passport and headed back home. So uh, anyway, so uh, we got Rich Sermonello coming up college football in the next uh, seven minutes or so. Uh, World Series tonight. Uh, we talked a little bit of NFL before the break. Odell Beckham with the fines and all that kind of stuff. I can't even get into it. I, I can't do it anymore with Odell. Right. When when there's always problems surrounding you, it's you. Mm. That's the only yeah. thing I can say. When there's always issues surrounding you, it's you. Now, you can pay the 14 grand. No big deal. I don't think the NFL is specifically targeting his pocket over other players. And is some of the uniform stuff silly? Definitely. But it's been that way mm-hmm. for 25 years, at least, Joe. Guys getting fined yep. for having their towel in the wrong part of their pants or using a different color cleat, whatever it is. It's been that way forever. Well, bef- when Odell was before Odell was playing high school football, hell, before Odell was born, this stuff guys were getting fined for. Yep. And so when as much as things change, they always uh, seem to remain the same, especially with, you know, guys like Odell Beckham, who still haven't figured out how to accessorize with their NFL uniforms. I'm shocked it's taken them this long. That's what I'm saying. Jeez, Odell. He's got, got, you know, all kinds of cash. He's a fashionista. And yet can't handle uh, his pants being a little bit too high. Just hold down a little bit. A couple of inches. So... Come on. All right. We got Rich Sermonello up next. We're talking college football. I'm going to make it a Boston College football segment. How about that? Everybody will get excited. Keep it locked on the grid. We'll be right back. I took the 33 and a half points. 
Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits maurice allen 2015 2016 european long drive tour champion 2017 world number one me personally i keep my game face on me all the time especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888. 888- 400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. You figure the rain in Seattle would help them. They're used to playing in that miserable weather, but Russell Wilson looked very mediocre. The pick six he threw was, I don't, that's not, that's not explainable for, for Russell Wilson to do that. Uh, Baltimore looked like a team on offense and a defense that is going to make some noise from here on out. Watch live weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on SportsGrid and Zumo TV, channel 719. Back on SportsGrid TV Network. Thanks for joining us this morning. For those of you listening, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, iTunes, uh, tune in rather, uh, iHeartRadio, appreciate it. So uh, we have Rich Germanello with us. I'm excited to talk to my buddy. I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, you find him on Twitter at Rich Germanello, talking college football. So what's going on, bud? How are you doing? Doing great, Mike. How about you? It's uh, been a while, but yeah. I guess uh, we're all kind of busy this football season. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's been a good season thus far. So uh, it's been an interesting show for me. A lot of guests, actors, and uh, MMA fighters, and and you. So clearly, you're at the top of my list. So <laughs> well, there was a drop right off the cliff. There. No, I I feel good about it. I, I feel good about. It. I feel like you're going to bring it 
uh, even harder than those other guests did. But the competition is stiff. So, uh, all right. So we got some, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into it now. We, we're a whole bunch of games in. Uh, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Penn State, all 7-0, and all impressing and maybe having us scratching our heads in a variety of different ways. So as we're getting into it in the thick of these conference schedules, what is one thing that is standing out to you right now that a team has to prove in order to prove that they belong in the college football championship? Well, you know, there, there's an awful lot. I, I, I think for me the overriding theme so far this season um, is a general sense of excitement because back in August I, I, I sensed a little bit of malaise that as much as we love college football and, and fans love college football, there was a sense that we were just going to head through a three-month slog of a lot of fun games, but eventually it was going to be Alabama-Clemson no matter what in the championship game again, and I think people are getting – a little bit of Alabama and Clemson fatigue. And while both teams are clearly in the hunt, and as you mentioned, undefeated at this point, what I really like is we've seen teams emerge. Ohio State, I think, looks as good, if not better, than anyone else in the country. Got a big game this weekend against one loss, Wisconsin. And then teams like Oklahoma and Penn State, really largely based on defense. Oklahoma's defense has been, for me, one of the big surprises. Jalen Hurts has been borderline impeccable running Lincoln Riley's offense, but defensively, with Alex Grinch now as a defensive coordinator, you know, there have been weeks where I've been thinking that the wheels were going to come off, we were going to see the old Oklahoma, they were going to give up 41 points and 500 yards. But right now, with Neville Gallimore up front, Kenneth Murray on the back end, and the secondary playing well, Oklahoma looks closer to a complete team than I thought. So right now, with half the season gone, Mike, I think we legitimately have four or five teams competing for a national championship. Didn't think that would be the case back in August. Well, Rich, what do you do right now if you're, let's say, I don't know, Michigan taking on Notre Dame, or how do you rebound if you are Wisconsin? I mean, the Big Ten outside of Ohio State, Wow. What, I mean, what else can you say with Wisconsin other than wow moving forward? Yeah, Joe, from from a fan's perspective, last week in Champaign was disappointed. I, I think everybody really wanted to see unbeaten Ohio State versus unbeaten Wisconsin, Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins versus that suffocating defense of Wisconsin. And, yeah, the team is outstanding still, I, but – they got kind of caught looking ahead. Uh, you know, Illinois is not a team as a 30, 31 point favorite uh, underdog who should be competing with, with, with Wisconsin. And they did, and they pulled out with that late field goal. So in terms of bouncing that, listen, I, I thought this was going to be a tough matchup no matter what uh, for Wisconsin. I, as well as they had played in the first half, I question whether or not they have the speed or if many teams in the country have the speed to keep up with Ohio State. And again, I talked uh, you know, just a second ago about the Oklahoma defense, but the Ohio State defense has been a game changer for me as well because that defense struggled all of 2018 and really over the past couple of seasons allowing big plays, particularly through the air. But, man, that silver bullet defense has put it together. That, to me, makes them legitimate national championship contenders because 
you know, they've always had great players, you know, and, and they have a Chase Young, and they have Jeffrey Okuda on the back end, Malik Harrison, that linebacker, but now they're pulling it all together with Greg Madison on that staff, so they look complete as well, similar to Oklahoma. And in terms of Michigan, quickly, you know, I, I don't know where this goes. I, I really don't. And they, they played very well in the second half against Penn State. Kudos to them. They might be able to kind of catapult into this weekend against Notre Dame. But, man, if they suffer a third loss, Keep in mind that Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor, 1-10 against top-10 teams. Notre Dame is a top-10 team. If he goes to 1-11, I'm not suggesting hot seat or firing, but I'm beginning to wonder if, if we've seen the best of Jim Harbaugh at Michigan and if he can get over the hump because I have been so unimpressed with that team, particularly on offense. And now here comes Notre Dame rested, veteran quarterback, healthier in the backfield, that bookend of Julian Aquara and Khalid Kareem. Michigan is somehow favored in this game. I just don't see it, though. It's a tough one. My thought process all along with Harbaugh is that the only college job he ever would have taken was this one. I think his eyes, personally, I have always thought that the grand prize for him is a Lombardi trophy and not the crystal football uh, that you get from the college football playoff. I, I I think there's something to that underlying all of this. Now, the tangible part for me, Rich, is that he can't find a quarterback, and that's his fault. He is a quarterback. He's the head coach. He's out there recruiting. He's tried to piece it together in a variety of different ways, and it isn't really working to get them to the next level. But I think on some level, they'll never fire him barring something crazy. Uh, but I, I do think that he's he, he maybe have eyes on the NFL. It hasn't been suggested by anybody that I know of other than me. I just think that's where his heart is. I think he wants to win in the NFL and doesn't really care as much about college as he should. He looks to me, I agree with you, Mike, he looks to me almost to be fatigued and disinterested. Yeah. It, it's you, you know, you see this, with college coaches uh, from time to time. Bob Stoops, I'm thinking about at the end, and Bob, not that Bob Stoops was disinterested, but a certain level of fatigue at the end of his Oklahoma career, where you began to get the sense that, you know, I don't know if they can climb back up that mountain again. Uh, you know, Jim was very trendy in the beginning, made a lot of headlines in terms of his recruiting and some of the wacky stuff he was doing, and it was cute and it was fun when he was building at Michigan, but now that he's hit a plateau, I I know Michigan fans don't find it endearing. National fans don't find it endearing. I don't know if recruits do any longer. And the interesting thing about the quarterback is if you go back to early in his career, he had a transfer in Jake Rudock, who was a middling pedestrian quarterback by way of Iowa. Iowa transfer did a good job with him threw 20 touchdown passes in 2015, looked like he was able to elevate an average quarterback. Shea Patterson, for people who don't know, was a five-star elite high school quarterback who got off to a fast start at Ole Miss. People were making suggestions that he was the second coming of Johnny Manziel because of his uh, quick feed, his ability to make plays outside the pocket. He had a very bright future. I mean, that looked like a massive addition in terms of uh, transfers but the kid has plateaued. So I agree with you. That's on Jim. 
that's on that entire staff for not bringing out this kid's full potential. And I listen, I expected more from Josh Gaddis, the new offensive coordinator, uh, who coached at Penn State, coached at Alabama. It hasn't happened this season. That offense has been very vanilla. All right, Rich, uh, let me ask you, how bored are Clemson players? Because if I have to watch them play only one half again, I'm going to throw up. So how hard is this right now for them to keep these kids? The competition's not there. So he's got his hands full right now trying to keep them uh, focused. I totally agree with you, Joe. That, to me, is Dabo's biggest challenge at this point. You've won national championships. You're a top-ranked team when the season begins. You've slipped since that point, but the ACC largely sucks at this point. So for Clemson, it looks like a fait accompli that they're going to win another ACC title. I think they're looking at the playoffs already, but, man, i got to tell you, there's no margin for error. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. 
That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. All right, guys, want to invite you to follow us on YouTube, subscribe, as well as Instagram at SportsGrid TV. That is SportsGrid TV on YouTube and Instagram. And we are ready, guys. The NBA season it tips off tonight. We got two games, and of course, you can dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros, FanDuel, and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer. It is the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, You get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. And you can save 10% now on winning NBA DFS advice. The promo code is DUNK. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com forward slash DUNK and get your 10% off now. Keeping in mind that DailyRoto.com is where millionaires are made. Uh, I've got Jake Hager coming up in about five minutes or so. Uh, He is former WWE wrestler known as Jack Swagger, but he now fights... Uh, in Bellator, so he's going to be Bellator 231. That's Friday night. He'll be fighting, so uh, should be interesting there. He's also in All Elite Wrestling right now, so interested to talk to him. He's uh, only fought two matches thus far, uh, but he continues along. But won both of his fights uh, earlier this year by submission in an arm triangle choke fashion. So, uh, so we got uh, Jake coming up in a few minutes. So, uh, full disclosure, I had a pretty bad day on Sunday, Joe. Uh, I was mm-hmm. all in on the Giants with you guys, and then all my prop bets fell apart because Matt Ryan got hurt, so his yardage total went south, and that caused that game to get out of control, and then Jared Goff's prop stayed under because they didn't have to throw the ball anymore. It was 30, 30 to 10. They got a late, a last-second touchdown as well. Uh, and then Adam Thielen got hurt, so that prop went south. Uh, mm. I hit a Darius Slayton under prop. Uh and wow. the Giants just hurt me uh, a lot in that game. So I, I need to bounce back. You mentioned, we'll talk NBA, uh, the NBA games again tonight in a second, but you mentioned BC playing Clemson. We're talking about how bored Clemson is. I'm a yep. BC grad. I, we've talked about mm-hmm. it a lot on air. It's, you know, it's sort of a, a running joke. But uh, BC was actually pretty good the other day. Coming off a bye, they ran over NC State to the tune of uh, well over 300 rushing yards, a dominant performance, but they are a one-trick pony that I think Clemson will be able to solve. What's interesting is that in recent years, BC has played them a little tight, only for the games to get out of control in the late third and into the fourth quarter, but this is a 33.5-point spread. I just wonder if Clemson finally hits the... Not the panic button, but if they finally set the record straight that they are a dominant team and run through BC, 33 and a half still a lot, though. I, to me, it's uh, they're, they're getting to have a pattern here, Mike, where the uh, first half uh, looks nothing like the second half. And listen, well-coached team, Boston College. Yes, it's on the road. Dabo knows that uh, his team Trying to keep these guys motivated to play four quarters has been really difficult. Plus, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence looking like Jameis Winston here, throwing the ball to the other team the whole time. So uh, they obviously, they get smacked in the face, and then they realize at halftime they got to go out and win the game. But 
this has got first half bet written all over it to me. Yeah, we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring Jake uh, in here in a second. We're getting him set up, but we'll we'll keep talking about uh, one other. Uh, so tonight, Joe, real quick, who do you have? You got Pel- you got the Raptors now laying seven to the Pelicans. You got the Clippers uh, actually getting three and a half against the Lake Show. So who do you have there? I'm going with the uh, the home dog here in the Clippers, and I'm going with the under in the uh, Toronto game. No way did they score 232 points. No way. Yeah, I- I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so we got uh, Greg Sussman is going to join us for this segment as well, uh, but we got uh, Jake here. Uh, hope your mic good. Yeah, so we have uh, Jake Hager here. He, uh, you may know him uh, as Jack Swagger, formerly of the WWE. He's now in All Elite Wrestling, and he's going to be fighting uh, on Friday night, uh, Bellator 231. You excited about the fight? Uh, so excited. It's finally here. Uh, all the hard work is about to come pouring out. Yeah, so, you know, just doing a lot of research leading uh, up to this interview, you've had a really interesting background getting to this point. You're playing football at Oklahoma. You then switched over to wrestling. Then you got into wrestling basically full-time out of school. And now you found yourself at this point in your career where you wanted to get back into maybe getting back to the wrestling background in a purer sense, right? Yeah. Less scripted, more uh, more putting it all out on the mat. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, – I feel so blessed when you think about it to, to play football for the University of Oklahoma, to wrestle for them, to wrestle for the WWE has really put me in a great spot to – I didn't say, hey, I could be my own boss and I can make these moves and um, be successful at it. You know, it could be very scary at times, but uh, it's so refreshing right now being on the outside looking in and like, oof, we did it. You know, we still got a long ways to go and then what we want to accomplish. But I think you're going to see this more and more with the popularity of pro wrestling and MMA and the lines are just going to continue to get blurred. I mean, you, you see pro wrestling everywhere i mean look at all the factions in the nba right now everybody's got their nwo yeah yeah true mm. Go ahead, Joe. yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm wondering what was the hardest thing for you to adjust to even from a training standpoint going from you know let's say you've you've been a football player you've been a wrestler now you're in mma is the training pretty much all the same what was the hardest thing for you to get used to uh, yeah, the training's pretty similar. It's all about getting in shape, and you have to be in shape to get better at any sport. And so that was the biggest thing for me. Um, I I hadn't been in competitive shape for nine years. It was all the entertainment side of it. Um, so once I got in the shape, um, and then really realizing how much boxing and striking and kickboxing goes into that to be really good at it, the timing, the spacing, the head motion, the feet. Everything. There's so many little details that can make or break uh, your stand-up game. And uh, there was definitely times along the journey where I was like, oof, I really bit off a lot and I got a lot to learn. And uh, it feels good. It feels good. I still got a lot to learn, but I, I, I feel confident now that I can go in there on a professional level and not only defend myself um, adequately, but also attack. Jake, you wrestled for a long time in WWE, and a lot of guys talk about going and doing MMA, and then you went and did it. What went into that decision to, for at that time, leave professional wrestling, go into MMA, um, and start really a new career before coming back? We'll get to that in a bit, but what went into that decision? Well, it's something that had been on the horizon for a couple years now. Um, back in 2013, I had a teammate from Oklahoma wrestle or fight for the UFC in Tampa, went to the fight, 
it kind of gave me the bug and we started watching MMA more and more and I would watch and I always would you know look at the heavyweights and you know wonder if I could compete with them and it just became more and more obvious that I could um, and then uh, when in 2017 came around I was in contract negotiations and I felt disrespected by that and I uh, felt like I needed to leave and uh, go prove like hey this is actually what I'm worth and you guys can't control it anymore and so chip on the shoulder always helps uh, help helps motivate you. So again, we're here with Jake Hager. Find him on Twitter at Real Jake Hager. Fighting Friday night at Mohegan Sun. You won your first two bouts earlier this year. <clears throat> it's net. You can never really learn what you want to learn until you're in the position in the fight. So what was the one thing that came out of those fights by submission that either surprised you, either from an adrenaline standpoint, getting tired in the ring, or anything else that came out of it? Any learnings that came out of it that maybe surprised you before you even got into the ring? Um, you know, what surprised me is that I found myself smiling um, before the fight, which I may be a, a sick individual, but it surprised me because I had so much on the line because I was trying to cross over into a new sport. And if I lost those first two fights, it may have been very damaging to my pro wrestling career. So I was risking a, a lot of what I had built over the last 10 years, and I found myself smiling um, at the adversity. And it was really cool. Um, it's just fun because you got to go in there and say, I worked hard. I know I worked hard. I know I'm ready. And you get to pin your ears back and do something that essentially I've been doing since I was five years old. All right. So this fight, uh, coming up, I mean, um, it's funny. I imagine, I don't know if you've even gotten to that point yet, but I mean, I'm wondering if when you're in that ring, do you have to fight going back to your roots as a wrestler sometimes and stay within you know, what the game plan is, or do you find yourself wanting to go back to the whole wrestling aspect of it when you're in there? I mean, to me, everything is wrestling. Uh, the way I eat, the way I train, it all relates back to amateur wrestling because, you know, that's what I've done uh, for over 20 years of my life. Um, and so that makes it really simple and, um, you know, slows everything down to me. That's my main strategy, and that's something that my coaches always reinforce is keep it simple and, um, you know, we'll move on from there. And I think you see that with amateur wrestlers in MMA. You look at Henry Cejudo, look at Ryan Bader. They're uh, doing what amateur wrestlers haven't done uh, that well in past MMA fights where they take down and control. I know the fans don't like that style of fighting. Everybody wants the big knockout. But, I mean, when you think about getting into the cage, it's such a smart strategy to go in there, take someone down, and control them. Makes sense. Yeah, so uh, going back to what I was asking you before about making that crossover, CM Punk got a lot of hoopla around going to UFC right from WWE, and it hasn't worked out nearly as well for him as Bellator has worked out for you in your in your first two fights. Why has, it, has that transition been tougher for him? Because uh, he hasn't been wrestling since he was five years old. I was lucky enough to grow up in Oklahoma, in Perry, Oklahoma, the wrestling capital of the world, this is who I am. I think a lot of the world knows me as Jack Swagger, the professional wrestler, and not a lot of them know Jake Hager, who's been doing this for over 20 years, who was a two-time state champion, who was a Division One All-American, and this is something who I am, and so it's so easy for me to go back to that. An All-American American. All-American American, 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 American. It's what I rely on. It's who I am. I got the cauliflower ear, and... Uh, 
it really makes you better. I, amateur wrestling is the greatest sport on the planet because it makes you better at everything you do. Sure. So, uh, so we got Jake here. He's coming back with yep. another segment. So Jake will be here for the break on Sports Grid TV. We'll talk a little bit more about his upcoming fight uh, this Friday night at Mohegan Sun Arena. We'll be right back. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to moneynow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to moneynow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to moneynow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit moneynow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to moneynow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to moneynow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to moneynow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar moneynow100.com. That's moneynow100.com. <laughs> We're back on Sports Grid TV. Mike, Joe, Greg, Sussman joining us for this, and uh, the guest of honor is uh, Jake Hager. So we're talking about his fight coming up this Friday night, Bellator 231 uh, at Mohegan Sun Arena, and you're fighting Anthony Garrett, making his Bellator debut. And you and I were talking during the break about how the anxiety starts to build up to a point, but you've been through this before, having been a wrestler for so long, the discipline kicks in, and you're 
you're you're remaining calm despite all the anxiety that can flood in before a fight, correct? Yeah, yeah. We always called it the calm before the storm um, with with wrestling, and I think the same thing applies here. Uh, remain calm, and then just have confidence in yourself that you know when someone else is going to push you that you're going to respond and perform at a high level. How does this? Uh, how, oh, sorry, Joe. How does this? Fighting in Bellator, fighting for for real. How does that compare to performing at a WrestleMania, which you've done? You've been in a title match at Mania. Uh, you've done really and everything you could do in professional wrestling, WWE, and we'll get to all elite wrestling in a second. But everything you could do, you you did it. How does fighting in the cage for real compare to that? Well, there are some uh, easy comparisons. Uh, at, at the first one is obvious. You have a standard of which you want to perform at. You want to you want your uh, if you're in WrestleMania, you want to have a five-star match. You want to steal the show. Everybody in the back wants to have the best match of the night. And that's the same thing applies with MMA. You want to have that fight that people remember you by. You want to make them feel a certain way so they actually remember you and you can continue to grow your brand. Um, the biggest differences for me is uh, the anxiety. Um, I, don't, I don't feel a lot of performance anxiety with MMA uh, because – I know that I've trained for the last two to three months hard and then I'm ready and so I can rely on that. Um, with pro wrestling, there's a lot of anxiety going on because there's so many different moving parts going on. It's not just me out there. It's my opponent. It's the referee. It's the crowd. And the crowd is the big factor into it. And you have to play it all in to really have those like magical moments in pro wrestling. Um, so to me, the biggest difference is just like, I actually like go out there and enjoy, and I don't have to think anymore, and I just pin my ears back, whereas wrestling, you're always trying to remember the next thing. So how did the AEW deal come about for you? Because obviously you've been gone from WWE for a couple of years now, and then uh, AEW Dynamite's debut a couple of weeks back. You show up. You've obviously been there. You haven't wrestled yet. I'm assuming that's going to come after your, your fight on Friday. Um, how did that all come down? Well, essentially, we've been working towards this moment for the last three years since I left WWE. Uh, we saw the increase in popularity with uh, pro wrestling. You, you see MMA rising every year. Um, and so it only made sense uh, to start working towards that. I called Josh Rafferty as soon as I got off the phone with WWE and said, let's do this. And that was in March of 2017. And we had our first fight in January of 2019. So that was like a two-year journey in itself. And the way AEW came about is that we worked hard during those two years. We took care of business, and we were able to show these people that I'm not this guy from WWE that likes to that they like to bury. I'm actually uh, a world-class talent that needs uh, that deserves respect. And I think the biggest thing that happened with AEW is Chris Jericho. Uh, he's our biggest asset. Uh, I'll put him up against anybody. He's on the Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling, and. Um, after my second fight, uh, he trains with Josh Rafferty as well. After my second fight, uh, we started talking more and more, and it kind of became a recruiting process. And he, even though I wanted to go over there, I was like, okay, you can, you can, sh <laughs> you can schmooze me a little bit. I'll allow it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Joe, up to you, man. A little bit of the bubble. No, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering. On the Oklahoma State alum of the group here, I've got to ask you, brother, Ooh. like Kenny Mundy, the Smith brothers. Like, how come OU and not OSU, man, when you had the chance? Well, that's a great question. Perry is right by Stillwater, so it was a little close to home. But the biggest reason was uh, my high school girlfriend, uh, <laughs> her her stepfather was Joe C., who was the 1996 head Olympic coach. He was the head coach yep. at the 
Oklahoma State, uh, won two national championships from them. Coach John Smith, to yep. his championships and all the glory. And the main reason why I didn't go to Oklahoma State is because John Smith backstabbed him, and um, Josie would have taken me out if I would have signed with Oklahoma State, even though they were <laughs> offering me. They wanted me just as bad to go wrestle for them. But I didn't want to go wrestle for a person like that, and my loyalties uh, still lie with Josie. Uh, People don't realize Bedlam started on the mat. It didn't start on the football field. Oof. Bedlam between OSU and OU was on the mat. Hey, I, I still tell you what, though. My favorite place to wrestle is Gallagher-Iba. There's just no oh, – yeah. I mean, all the fans are on top of you. It's so loud, and it's literally the most hostile environment for a Sooner, and I love it. Yep. Good stuff. So, uh, again, uh, this Friday, uh, Jake fighting uh, Bellator 231. So, Anthony Garrett is his first fight in Bellator 231. Without giving away any strategies, what do you feel like you know about him that you're going to have to be mindful of? Uh, he's all up 265, so he's going to come in and try to throw his weight around. I'm sure he's going to try to uh, take away my mobility and get me up against the cage. So we'll just have to be ready for that and uh, really get my jab on him. And, uh, you know, I'm out here to make a statement, so I'm going to go where the fight takes me. But I got a game plan of what I want to do when he pushes me, and I, I know I'm going to perform at a high level. Talking to Jake Hager, I want to bring it back to the, to the wrestling side uh, yeah. again because that's where you know my head's at, to, to be honest. So you you come in thanks to Jericho, or you want to do it anyway, but you come in thanks to Jericho, a little bit of bubbly, the whole deal. How is that? The crowd reaction to you has been been fantastic after a few years in WWE where we're quoting you, not me, where you were just buried unnecessarily, and you come in and the crowd reaction is is wild for you. Um, giving your old catchphrase, Jericho shoots it right down. Um, how were you surprised by that reaction from the fans? No, I think um, pro wrestling fans love surprises, um, and so when you can really keep them off their guards, which is very hard to do with the internet these days, it, it's a special moment. And I think a little bit of it started to leak that I was coming over before it happened, but it was still to the majority of pro wrestling fans watching. They had no idea that this was coming. I mean, you think 10 years ago, you would never have an MMA fighter leave camp to go do a TV show and then yep. come back home and get back into camp for a fight a month away. So we're in a special situation that even added to the excitement. Um, and then when Chris, um, you, know, uh, you know, took We the People and uh, <laughs> threw it away, it's just one of those moments that you don't really know how people are going to react until he did it. And he didn't even really say anything that special, but it was just how he said it. Yep. And it caught everyone off guard again. And that's the beauty of Jericho, man. He's just, he's the best. Who are you most looking toward wrestling in AEW? So many guys on that roster that are just incredible that are about to just become worldwide stars. I want to wrestle Ray Phoenix. I want to sure. wrestle Penta. I want to wrestle the Young Bucks in a single course i want to take on kenny omega uh john moxley come on now me and him would tear it down and then you know you know if the time is right uh i'm jericho i'm team jericho all the way until i'm not you know what i'm saying <laughs> your first wwe world title against jericho right yeah. still haven't found that shoe where i power bombed him yet <laughs> and went flying into the audience maybe one day mike so part of your comfort with this entire situation with AEW has to be the fact that they're they're letting you do what you said. Uh, go do a fight, come back, do the TV show, go back and train for the fight, and then come back when the timing is right for you. That had to make the comfort even better. Yeah, it really is nice to work with people that you want to work with and that choose to 
you know, see the opportunity and want to help you out with it. And it's uh, 2019. I know I keep saying that, but there's so many different things. Like the way you watch pro wrestling, the way you watch MMA is all changing. And so the sports have to change with that. And I think you see that with AEW. Uh, Tony Khan is a very smart man, and he understands uh, the culture, and I think it was a great move. Yeah, I'm actually looking for his odds here, guys, because I'm trying to place the bet <laughs> right now. So that's <laughs> I'm looking for it as we speak. We'll, fi- we'll, we'll find that out, obviously, in just a few moments. Talking to Jake Hager here, uh, Bellator 231 on Friday. Um, you can also see him on AEW Dynamite TNT every Wednesday. I assume not this Wednesday. You have some other stuff coming up. Yeah, I won't be there tomorrow <laughs> night, but I will be there next week in Charleston, West Virginia, and telling everyone how good I looked at Bellator 231. So it's going to be an exciting time. I mean, this has uh, been very kind of scary, and then at the yep. same time, it's so rewarding. I, I, I feel vindication, and I get to be home with the family and uh, you know, work with who I want to work with, and I get to go wrestle every day, wrestle, and to me, the little five-year-old in me is so happy. Well, you mentioned being home with your family. How? And I know you also mentioned being disrespected by the contract negotiations, but how much of that travel went into your decision to ultimately leave WWE? Because you're, you're away for, for so many dates. With AEW, you're not, thankfully. They, they don't have as many dates. Uh, with Bellator, you're, you're choosing when to fight, ultimately. How much of that travel schedule went out, uh, went into changing your career path? A lot of it. I mean, my son is eight years old. Uh, he... Uh you know, he was born in 2011, and so for half of his life, I haven't been there. So when you think about it in that perspective, it really looms large. And even after I left the company in 2017, it took about a year and a half of decompression for my family to adjust to the travel, to me being there, and to actually having a dad and not just someone on the phone. And it's so powerful to me. I feel like that's my biggest weapon. Absolutely. Family, obviously, uh, of course, with everything, Mike. Yeah. Look, I'm somebody that's traveled a lot for work, and I, my son's almost the same age as yours, so my son's going to be seven, and I made some decisions in the same right to not be traveling as much and be around him more. FaceTime is okay, Mm -hmm. but it's just, yeah, yeah, thank God we have that, but honestly, I I totally respect that. I I think it makes a lot of sense because they're only going to be little once. You start to really... Like even though my son's six, about to be seven, I, I've I've seen a lot of changes in him that he's just not a little kid anymore. He's mm-hmm. becoming a, a boy. So to be around for that is important to me. It, it really is, and because like nobody keeps me grounded more than my kids. They really don't care anything about how many followers no. I have or <laughs> how many world championships I won. I'm just dad, and if I'm not acting right, they're gonna put me in my place, and it's so. <laughs> I learn as much from them as they they do from me, and and it's just a fun experience to see their journey and like you know oh last year with eating and sleeping, but now we're getting better at that, but now we're shy at school and now we're working on that, and so the constant but just being there like they're my best friends. You're a six five, two hundred and thirty seven pound MMA uh, fighter and might be the toughest person I've ever met, but I have a four year old daughter who probably edges you out, so I. (laughs) Completely understand where that comes from. Go. No, I'm just saying I, I found the odds. I've already placed the bet, Jake. Now, let me ask you this, though. If we can, uh, would you think maybe uh, more or less than a round and a half to get the job done here, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> if you were a betting man, I'm just saying, if you were a betting man. Um, you know what? I think a round and a half would be a good bet. 
if a betting man were to place a bet. I mentioned I mentioned before about who you want to wrestle in AEW. Now, who are some fighters that you want to fight going forward in the future? That's, that's interesting. Um, I haven't thought about that too much because uh, uh, it's it's not over my pay grade, but I uh, leave so much of that to the experience and wisdom of my coaches and to really do it. But like. You see a guy, a champion like Ryan Bader and what he's doing, how he's really transformed himself since he left the UFC. Like, I want to be a part of that. Um, I think in about a year, I'll be ready to, you know, to face a champion like Ryan Bader. And then, gosh, I kind of want to get my hands on Fedor before he uh, mm-hmm. before he uh, leaves us all in the whim. So that's it. Jake uh, Hager, you find him on Twitter at Real Jake Hager. He's fighting this Friday night at Mohegan Sun Arena. It's Bellator 231 against Anthony Garrett. Heavyweight fight. So you're mm. excited. You're ready to get it on. I can tell. Go Rainier. He's ready to cash that ticket. <laughs> Round and a half, Hager my again. friend. Round and a half. Well, how much is it? Let's Eskimo Joe's on me, brother. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it. Thanks for watching the morning after today, everybody. On behalf of all of our guests, Jake Hager, Rory McDonald, Doug Lima, Rich Ciarmanello, and everybody else here at the crew, and Greg Sussman and Joe and Gabe, thanks. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. 
If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. actually don't even remember how I actually originally got involved. I just remember reading the script and just loving it and wanting to be a part of it. And uh, Robert Eager, who, who wrote it and directed it, uh, you know, this is his first time out of the gate. And, you know, 99 out of 100 are, are going to do their first movie and they're not going to hit a home run. And this guy hit a grand slam on his first his first time at bat. You know, he should, I told him he should quit now while he's ahead. <laughs> but uh, it's a beautiful movie. It's a, it's a kind of film where the entire family can, can sit down together and watch it. There's a little something in it for everybody. And, and John Paul Kekos is the the lead not only is he wonderful but you know it's a little eye candy for the girls um but uh <laughs> he's uh he's wonderful and the entire cast is wonderful jeremy now did you grow up was it oklahoma and texas you grew up in the in that area there so did did you grow up an ou fan a texas fan how how much did sports play a role as you were as you were growing up coming up in high school it, it, it was it was my, my entire life was baseball growing up i mean my, my mother was a softball coach my dad was a baseball coach uh basically spent most of my childhood on a baseball diamond i was a, a pitcher myself and uh, my brother, my twin brother, was a catcher, so that was always fun. We got to play tournaments, and, you know, you're not supposed to pitch two games in a row, but we would just switch jerseys, and uh, I would pitch two games in a row, and they'd think my brother and I just switched. That's, that's kind of the one twin game that we got to play growing up. But it was always it was, it was fun uh, with this movie to kind of step back and not be the, uh, the sports phenom, but instead the, the, the dad who's concerned about his farm and uh, real weight of the world on his shoulders. And uh, it's just got a, it's a wonderful movie. It's got a great message. Got it. So you filmed down in in Atlanta and Georgia. Obviously, baseball has been a, a big part of this October in Atlanta. And we, you talked to us on the uh, the day the World Series is getting started. So do you have personally any rooting yeah, interest yeah. in sorry, baseball? Sorry, Atlanta. Oh yeah, sorry, Atlanta. Sorry about what happened. I was uh, my my best friend is a Tampa Bay fan, so or the the the, the Rays. So I was uh, sort of pulling for them. But uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the Astros on this one. Oh gosh! Jeez. So what's the matter? You, are you like everyone else? We're just happy that the Yankees aren't in it. Is that uh, is that the direction we're going? That's it. You know, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, I have to be honest with you. Answer yes. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 